welcome to the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Klingen. With me tonight is the round table. We'll go over that in a second. Uh, tonight's episode, episode 24. Summertime 2019. It's flipping hot. So with us tonight, I'll go from my left, is uh, Kendra. Hey. And Brian Cast. Hello. And Dan. Yep. And my lovely wife, Marianne Rusty. Hey. And Alex. What's up, everybody? been a while since you've been with us yes. all right so uh we're just gonna jump right into it and i hear dinging somebody's phone uh so it's been a while since we've had an episode <laughs> um so but we're gonna get right into it and we're just gonna go over the news so stern's latest release um if you paid attention yesterday uh morning they uh stern did a press release via youtube uh, a lot of people expecting a new full featured game a lot of rumors about Jurassic Park or Jurassic World and other things. And it ended up being a new home version, uh, a new Star Wars home pin. So uh, I'll start with Alex. Thoughts? I was very disappointed when I saw that. It looked like uh, they could have remade Harley Davidson, in my opinion, after seeing that Star Wars home uh, edition thing. I was looking forward to a Jurassic World and uh, or a uh, uh, Jaws, like Spencer was saying, and then it ended up being this thing. I was kind of like yay and a, but I wasn't really too thrilled about it. Okay, Rusty, you got anything? Uh, no, not especially. Um, I think they, you know, they try to do this to get to the people who would like a new game but can't really afford one of the higher end ones. You know. What the price points forty five? Yeah, that's MSRP, which you know, if you if you talk to distributors and stuff, you never really rarely pay MSRP. You usually get you know somewhere between three and five hundred less, and then you can negotiate shipping and things like that. So, so you know, so for you know, for someone let's say throws in four grand, five hundred for shipping, you're still at forty five. Uh, you know, unless they sell it on, you know, unless you're, you know, go Prime and you get it from Amazon. Uh, then, uh, you know, for, you know, someone who only has a small lump of cash to kind of give away on a, on a new pinball machine, um, maybe it's for them or maybe they just, uh, cheapen out so they can make something better later down the road. All right. Cool. Dan? Did anybody else watch the stream? The thirty second or whatever little no, like the nine hour. Oh no, I I did. I was working, stream. so I saw the little YouTube video. That was it. Okay, you gotta watch the stream because that game actually looks like it plays pretty good. It's got two ramps, several lanes. It's basically it looks like they took Spider Man. They added kind of a ramp coming up from that kind of weird little lock section. The weird little lock is still there, but now you can lock two balls in it. It's got the three pops. It's got an optical. It's got it's got a double lock. The double lock is switchless. It uses uh, one sided optos, which is really cool. So nothing to break there. It's got an optical spinner which rips like crazy. It's got another metal or it's got a metal ramp with chase lights, kind of like Black Knight when you're ready to destroy the Death Star. Three lock targets. Uh, three drop targets covering that on the other side you got a tie fighter which you can jump up and hit both those ramps divert down into wire forms 
and then you have a variety of lanes. And I think there might even be an electric gate turning one from a U-turn into a shot up to the rollover. Three rollovers. I mean, it's got the force targets like the Pro, Premium, Limited. Um, it doesn't have escape or anything like that, little trapdoor thing. And it looked like it shot really good. I mean, it's got a color display. I think $4,500 worth of pinball machine, easy. Full-size play field. You got a coin door, slightly smaller cabinet, slightly lower uh, at the back box. So it actually has a coin mat? No. No. Coin no, door, but coin no. Door, no mat. It's got no a, okay, mat. it's got a blank. Coin okay. blank. But All it's right. got a coin door area, right. which makes you believe that it probably has lockdown bar latches. Right. I mean, it's, it's a pretty full-featured unit. I, you know, am I going to run out and buy one? We're not the target market for that. Right. We're we're not, you know, we know we own real arcade pinball machines. We're gonna spend real arcade pinball machine money if needs be. But here's the thing. I think if somebody did decide to buy this, let's say that like some people in the room, they just don't understand Stern Star Wars. Right? Oh, okay, me. Because that game sucks. <laughs> that like, game does not suck. That game is actually awesome. This is a simpler Star Wars with all the assets and everything. It's got a fairly straightforward rule set with four multi balls, wizard mode. I this thing is is pretty luxe. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the seal of approval until we get to the price. dumpster fire. The dumpster fire. The price. It's just too expensive. And I know maybe they can't make something this good for less, but it's just like if you look at somebody who's going to go and buy it, if someone is serious enough to go and spend 4500 why wouldn't they spend an extra few hundred dollars and buy a used Pro or an extra thousand? Because it looks like it's a better game than the Pro. Or an extra thousand to buy it. Well, not just, not even a Star Wars Pro, but like a Star Trek Pro, you know, or, or a, a Guardians or a Deadpool or anything. It just, I mean, I think though, like that game looks like it's pretty freaking neat. I agree. It looks like a good home game. It's not it's not for any pinball. It's not being marketed towards a pinball enthusiast at all. Right. But I agree with Dan on the price point where it's up there so high where if someone decides, hey, I want a pinball machine, I'm going to drop X amount of dollars, I'm going to guess they're going to do a little bit of research and say, hey, I can get this one for $500 more. And really, at that kind of price point, 500 is not that much. You know, for some people, yeah, I want the Star Wars. That's what I want. Great. But for other people, maybe they just want a pinball machine. Like, I want a newer one. And it's like, well, I can get, like, a used Star Wars Pro for the same amount of money. I like the Star Wars games, but I'm going to agree and say that they suck. So the prices go down, so maybe someday I can afford one. But they're fun games. They are difficult games. (laughs) But you have to, you know, that game is not... Like, if I had a Star Wars Pro or a premium LE in my house for three months, I'd probably grow to love it. I just haven't had enough. And I mean, I've put a lot of time on the LE down at coin off, but just, you know, I need to put more. Yeah, it's... I, it's I, frustrating I, to me because it just, it, it's, it, yeah, it's a ball bust. We need the environment where, like, you can punch a bunch of games on it. And I can hear it. Like, if we ever go out to, like, Reno or something, like, the machine at the Pepper Mill costs, like, 50 cents a play, hands out replays like they're candy. I'll be up in Reno tomorrow. Good job. Um, hands out replays like they're candy, and that's where I basically said, well, it's the newest game here, but I haven't played the shit out of it, and Kiss was messed up, and Metallica was messed up, and Mustang was messed up, so I'm just like, <laughs> so, fine, 
I'm going to play the hell out of the Star Wars. By the end of the night, I was like, you know what? i got to admit, man, Star Wars is pretty fun. The couple, Mustang ran into a group of kids, right? I, I, yeah. I've had a couple <laughs> it, of games. It ran through games. a bunch of people in the casino. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of games on the then. LE. It went, okay, it's a little better. I'm liking it a little more. You know, it just it's it, it's a frustrating game for me, and I need more time. Oh, it's a, it's was a that the one we game. played in Idaho? We at played at Pro. Little bar? At that little funky bar with the baby. That's and, and the heaving girl and, and, and the, the trash girl can. The trash can on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, okay, because there it was terrible. Yeah. It was just, no, but it could have been. Um, space Bar was fantastic. It, could, yeah, it just could have been that it wasn't. Some um, It wasn't kept been well. Well, and pinball has that funky thing where you can take my fun house and set it next to somebody else's, and they're going to play completely different. That's right, yeah. pinball, you know, it has to be. You, Need to have it set up right, you know, and all that good stuff. And sometimes that doesn't happen. And when you get mass play, you get everything yeah. gets out of alignment. Things out of whack. Things wear down. You know, that's that's the nature of the game. But again, everyone in this room is not that market for Stern. They're looking for someone if he's going to be on Amazon or Costco or the collector, the Star Wars collector, Star Wars collector who wants one but doesn't want to spend the money. Because it's a beautiful game. Yeah, the game itself is gorgeous. The only other, the I'm only other... to say for the record that I do think Star Wars is unfortunately kind of. Like the art on the sides is cool. The play field is. The only, thing, the only other bad thing. It ain't about zombie yeti. Is the small screen. It ain't dirty Donnie. Like LED and LCD screens obviously become so dirt cheap. Right. That there's no reason to have a little tiny screen like that there. Like you could have put in something sizably bigger. Yeah, because the Spider-Man game money. is smaller than a regular one, but it's still a decent size. Which, the, the for what it's worth, I absolutely love the Spider-Man home games. It's a fun game. I like it too. The Spider-Man one also got a pass because it was something new. It was actually a color display yeah. in a stern game, which was really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like, it's like DMD size, but like smaller. Right. Like I'm holding my hands together like anybody could tell what that was. Cell phone size. Jeff pointed out the funniest thing to me, which I don't think I'd be able to unsee if one thing was sitting in front of me either. One of the speaker grates, they're just kind of like holes put in the panel, is square, and the other one is round. Oh, really? Like one, you know, I'm just like, man, I would just be like, ah, get me a drill. Right, exactly. <laughs> get me a drill and a template. <laughs> Kendra, you're up. Star Wars again. Expensive license, man. Yeah, yeah. not cheap. Disney. Yeah. Brand new Disneyland land just came. Star Wars is always relevant. Yes, but with the hopes of a brand new theme, you know. And that's going to come. That's coming in two or three weeks. You know it is. I hope so. It is. Star Wars the flamethrower. Then we could be disappointed <laughs> about something else. Right, then we yeah, have next Star episode we'll have something new to argue cereal. about. Disney's taking over everything. First, Star well, Wars, now Marvel. Sydney's well, the new Umbrella Corps. I think they took over Marvel first. Yeah, then Star Wars. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like, yes, it's an expensive license and they're getting their money's worth out of it, but it's done. Let's move forward. It's, okay. not, it's not done. Okay, because we haven't had it's the green over. milk yet. Blue milk, actually. No, it's green in the new movie. I haven't seen the new movie. The original one was green. The original one was blue. This one's green. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no. It's it never over. over no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was over when Moses put two of each animal on the ark. Okay. There you go. Right. Okay. 
Uh, my thoughts on it. I really enjoyed the Spider-Man home game. I thought they did a bang-up job for the price point. It, it's got regular mechs. Just All the mechs are just like you'd find on a pro model. All at, commercial parts. All commercial parts. Looking at the new game, it's got really like sort of kind of three ramps. Because you have a left ramp, which is kind of three just, of them. It goes it goes up just onto the habit trail, makes a ninety degree, and comes back down to the left flipper. You got the right ramp, the tie fighter ramp, and then you get through the drop targets, and you got the center Death Star ramp. And like I said, three pop bumpers, that cool spinner, drop target. It's got everything. It's got chasing lights, right? It's got chasing Black lights. Black Knight Pro doesn't even have chasing lights on the ramp. You have to get the premium or the LE. Right. Like, it's got a shit ton of features. It's, it's for got a, a yeah. For, for, and, and, and you know, that's MSRP, so you're going to be able to get run. I've seen them already advertised at $39.99, four oh, grand. Okay. Oh, right, right. I think it, look, they're still going to make pros. They're still going to make premiums. They're still going to make LEs. They're still going to probably make some super LEs on more of the Kapow titles. The rumor is that Elvira is going to be a Kapow title. So it's going to be a premium and up. No, Elvira is a. Uh, that's a rumor. It's not Kapow, though. It's what uh, whatever Nordman and Ferris' company. Oh, oh uh, Whizbang. Whizbang. Okay. Yeah. But it's going to be kind of an offshoot premium kind I of I mean, thing. as long as nothing changed, it's supposed to be the Nordman design with the Ferris art and the line. I'm sure it will because that was the stipulation with Elvira years ago on Spooky Pinball Podcast. Shout out to Charlie and Company. Hi, Bug. Bug. Charlie? Uh, so, uh, Bug, you the man. So is Charlie. Uh, but um, years Bug ago, life. she goes, I, I'd love to do another one, but it's got to be Dennis and Greg, or, or right. it's nobody, because they did the first two, and they have a really good relationship. So anyway, so my thoughts on it, I, I don't know what all the, the hubbub is about. They're going to put out another full-featured pro premium LE model game here in probably two to three weeks, because it's the time. They've got this out. It was right in tune with Comic-Con. They're going to sell some. People are going to get them in their home, and they're going to enjoy them. You know, and that's what pinball's all about. And some of those people will go, this is really cool. And then they'll find the pro and the premium. Maybe upgrade. Maybe sell that one. Or, you know what, maybe go, no, I like this one a lot. But maybe they'll get another game. Maybe they'll get a Star Trek game. Maybe they'll get a Data Data East Star Wars. Maybe they'll end up going, oh, wow, I like uh, Secret Agent Spy stuff. Ooh, and they'll get a whodunit. Or they'll get a Doctor Who. You know what I mean? I mean, you might make another new pinhead friend out of this. I want to blow this up a little bit, though, because I want to talk about the history of these of these home games. Yeah, let the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is like Stern's sixth home edition. Right. Like a lot of people don't really realize. They did a home edition. Well, they did a home edition of Batman. Right. Which was mm -hmm. essentially just an arcade game missing some stuff. Iron Man. All right. Now, Iron Man had everything the pro had. Slightly different cabinet. No coin door. Right. Iron Man, basically the right. same thing. No magnets. And I think no spinners or one spinner or something. But, I mean, yeah. it was slightly stripped down, but still... Uh, Dan Fenton had one for a yeah, while. Yeah, and those were kind of the original pros, right? Like, they were stripped-down versions of the arcade machines, sold at Costco. They were like a 1000 bucks less than MSRP they were meant for home use. So at the time, they were, what, three and change? Somewhere around there. That's going to sound great, it. by the way. Okay. Our host is outside, destroying his lungs, because we are a super pro here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's free entertainment, people. Free. You ain't paying. Um, and then we got Transformers, right? Was it Transformers was the first the pin? I think so. And yeah, then, and then Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> Avengers, and they were terrible. Oh, they they were ugly. They had terrible looking cabinets. They had oh, a really really uninspired I, play field. I went to the Pinball Hall of Fame back in March, and they apparently had the Transformers the <laughs> pin there. Right. And what they tried decided to do because that you can't coin them up, they decided to put a Kitty Ride coin thing. 
on the Transformers, the pen. And by the way, this game wasn't working when I was there. Go figure. It's Pinball Hall of Fame. Uh, well, so I watched the TNT they did on it. Apparently, to work on it, the glass doesn't come off. Right. You have to go from underneath. Right. Or you have to, like, disassemble the All right, thing. So it's like working on Hercules. Exactly. Go, yeah, right. have the Bombay doors. Yeah. That was cool. But at least on Hercules, you know, it made sense because who wanted to lift that play field? Right. You know, so then you had those two, uh, Avengers right. and... and uh, Transformers. Transformers, thank you. And then you had Spider-Man, right? And Spider-Man was the first one that I actually got to play because uh, Mike had one. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. Shout out um, to Mike. Shout out Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations to Yay! Uh, our our uh, fearless leader, uh, the commish of the Capital Quarter of Pinball League, tied the knot today with his lovely bride, and we wish them both very well. I'm completely out of loop. I have no idea. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it yep. was it was a uh, it was a flyby it was a flyby night. They they ran down to the courthouse. Oh, so Rush was involved too. That's awesome. Exactly. Uh, San then, Francisco Rush. No yeah. Rush. Fly Rush. Flyby night. Fly night. Um, and then finally, you know, you oh, got Edie. Spider. I'm sorry. Her name is Edie, and so congratulations to Edie and Michael. Continue, sir. I thought you were just being sensitive to names. Like, I don't know if anybody. Okay, have you, have you ever seen him try to pronounce somebody's name? Dan DeFriend. DeFriend. De, he just says Dan. No. I went to public school in Oroville, people. Give us me a break. That's actually negative education. I know. <laughs> it moved him backwards. Don't worry, man. I went to Orangevale. It wasn't much better. We're going to unlearn you. But there, yeah. But Spider-Man was the first one I got to play, right? Right. Me and, too. and I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was, you know, it wasn't as good as the real thing. It wasn't, sure. but, but Spider-Man... Well, because Mike has a Spider-Man park yeah. sitting yeah. right by yeah. his Spider-Man right home at the it, time. So. And it's not as good as your thing. But it was really, really cool. And then I'm like, how much do these cost? And he's like, $4,000. And I'm like, why? Like, what? if this thing was 3000 I could totally see someone going for it. Yeah. Like, it would almost make sense because it's a significant savings. But it's... it's but when it's know, minimal. Right. And, and to me, it's just like... So they made six of them. They have to be successful, right? Like, Stern must make money on these. Oh, you know they do. They must. They're, I mean, there is some motivation. Rusty's, like, just shaking her head like not even possible. But there's got to be some motivation. So everybody is just, like, slamming Stern for this move. And it's just like, guys, these guys know what they're doing. Thank you. That's like, the point I, I want to make. I don't disagree with that. I'm yeah. just saying, personally. We well, None of us would do it because yeah. we, you know. But, like, okay, actually, let's let's say, you don't own any pins at home, right? Can't. No, well, I mean, let's, you just don't. Let's just, you know, let's not say can't. Let's not talk about stairs or basements or whatever. It's just like, you, <laughs> you don't own any pins at home. So, if, like, an opportunity to own a commercial-grade arcade machine for essentially half price fell into your lap, and you were like, I've got the money, and I actually have the space, would you go for it? Or would you just say, well, fuck it, I want one with a coin door? Because well, to me, that's what everyone's saying, is they're just like, look, no coin door, no pro you know, no deal. We want commercial equipment. Hey, which, man, which I'm into always it. always slays me. But if the choice is some pinball or no pinball at home, doesn't one of these seem like a great like if, a great thing? If we're looking at essentially half price, if we're looking at a couple hundred dollars difference, right. I'm going to spend the money for the real thing. No, but that's thing. what I'm saying. If it was half price, would you go for it? But, yes. But Fuck yeah, not. right? Okay. Even I would, and I own pins, right? Exactly. But so the coin door argument is now so Now you're talking stupid. about a thing that's like, like four-fifths the price of 
the full model. It's just like, why? It's like, do you remember when the Medieval Madness remake was first coming out and they weren't putting mech, coin mechs in the coin door and everybody lost their minds? It's like, okay, who here, raise your hand, or putting it in an arcade or on location? Like, two out of 400 people. I'll be honest, it's like, Spencer. Dude, it's never going to leave your house. What the hell do you care? My you MMR does not have coin mechs, and it makes me feel like less of a man. Does it really? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking care. You don't fucking care because you're not going to put it on location. But, oh, by the way, everyone, uh, tonight's show will not be safe for work or your children. It's never safe or, for work well, or your children. When you and, and, oh, uh, just uh, a PSA <laughs> for all the kids out there because it is summer. Hey, you remember when mom and dad keep telling you that you got to wait 30 minutes to go swimming after you eat? It's BS. Spencer, Don't listen. Do Get not... back in the pool. It's hot outside. Okay, for the record, he didn't say that. You should definitely wait. You should always be safe. And if you drown, it's on you, not Spencer. No Disclaimer. Way. <laughs> Disclaimer. Thank you, Dan. The, the, the following From statement, Dan, my legal department. Yeah, the following statement has no basis in reality. Please, Brought please disregard by it. Pepsi. Have a cigarette. And I haven't even sworn tonight, so I don't know why this is <laughs> Oh, uh, because right. Dan, Dan shot off during during the intro. I, uh, Dan shot off I the episode. Now we got to clean the table. Great. I thought it was something like I'm not editing this. It's more fun not editing. But no, this. no. But that's just. I know that, Brian. <laughs> I don't okay. pop off. I don't pop off that easily. Okay, I bro. Don't. Do you even pinball? Right. Yeah. So no, but just honestly, it's just like I would see these things selling. Like pinheads would give them a chance, but the problem is, is that they're too expensive. Yeah. And I would love, 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 love for somebody at Stern to actually show me how these things make them money. I have to, again, I have to believe what they are because this is number six. Well, I think what you're going to get is you're going to get probably people, like you said, Amazon or they're going to get Costco or like when they get people that go to the game room guys. Hey, I'm remodeling the house. I'm going to make a man cave. We're going to get a pool table and an air hockey table or a foosball table. You know what? We're talking about getting a 61 and a pinball. And then, or like JJ, you know, people go to JJ. Well, I got this for 5,500. I got this for 7,500. Wow, Willy Wonka. Yeah, 7,500. Ooh, that's a bit steep. You know. But, you know, I got this home Star Wars, and it's $4,200, you know, out the door, or $4,400 out the door. But what are you going to pay for a Star Wars uh, a Pro? What are you going to pay for a Star let's Wars say, Pro? Let's say $4,500. Okay, for a Pro? Brand new. For a Pro? Yeah, Brand new out of the box. Oh, okay, well, JJ. Well, used, used, yeah, maybe a little less than five. Yeah. So, but, we're talk, but we're talking new customers, okay. right? Are we they, can't talk about the used market. Right, the used right. market is its own thing. So, so somebody's walking into, into somebody's walking into Game yeah. Exchange's warehouse in Colorado, and they're going to talk to JJ. Like I said, they're putting together a game room. They got they got a pool table already. They got a foosball table. They're thinking get a sixty in one or a multi cade, and we'll get a pinball machine. And they're looking at pricing. He's got new and used games. Oh wow, I can get a used Star Wars for forty seven hundred. Okay. Oh well, I got this one, and it's got these features, and it's only. 4200 Okay, well, you know what? That one looks fun. It's got all these cool things. It's got everything. Well, it's, and right. That's why I don't want to get the used games into it because the used games just, you know, they're their own thing. But this is for like a new customer who has the game room who wants something. And again, I have to believe that they're selling them because this is their sixth, their sixth machine. Hey, they sold a bunch of the Jetsons at what, 6K? I have no idea how many Jetsons they sold. So, but they, they, they sell these things. Which right? looks like a fun game, too, by the way. And, and you know, this isn't unheard of. Like, do you guys know what ultimate arcades are? Yeah. Okay, the ultimate arcade, Sorry. you can't coin that thing. 
it's got a coin door. It's a mechs. It's a blank. Well, it doesn't even have mechs. Oh, you open the coin door, and it's just, it's got a coin slot that leads to nowhere on it. Okay. You know, they're not coin machines. They're not licensed yeah, for coin off, for not coin off use, right? So it's probably selling to those guys, and those things sell for, what, 2500 bucks? Something like that, they, yeah. They ain't cheap, you know. Right. So, I mean, there's a market out there. You know, I just want to see them be cheaper for, for three reasons. Number so our consensus one, is everything looks fun, but... It... I want to see them blow up. I want to see them be popular. I want to play these things. I've always had a weird fascination with home use, or not home use only, but... Uh, homemade. Home, not yeah. homemade. But this, what was the word I'm looking home, for? Home, only, home uh, edition home pinball edition machine. Pinball. Like going back to the 70s when they had like, you know, the Fireball Home Edition and, and the Elton John Home Edition. I like played one of those Fireball Home Editions. And it was on a show a couple years ago. And uh, I think the last year of Pinagogo, there was one. Um, you know, last, uh, the, the last year that our guys put it on. Um, and I played it. And it was not terrible. You know, yeah, I an just, early solid state, you know? It probably goes back to when I was a kid and I saw those things and I was all like, oh my God, right? wouldn't this be the greatest thing to own? Have it right there by my Atari? Like, this would be the best thing ever. Right. So I have a fascination with these. And number two, the only one that I've ever seen be a widespread quote-unquote success is the Zizzle. And while I have to agree, the Zizzle is pinball, it's not pinball. I don't know. They right? must have sold a lot of those little fireball well, they, home editions because like, those things show up Oh, those all things the time. were a huge – in the 70s, those things were a huge hit. Yeah. And if you look at how the price breaks down, like $800 then, it's like $2,500, $3,000 now. Right. But well, okay, that, if you look okay. at $800 then for that, at that time, so we're talking about, what, 76, 77? What was a new in-box game going for in 76, 77? About 1500 I think. I have no idea to answer that question. No. I can tell you what the what the, the Elvis Alive or whatever it was cost because I saw a Sears ad for it, and it okay. was like $6.99. Alex I, is going to want to buy one. <laughs> It's not really Elvis. It actually looks more like Tom Jones. It does look like Tom Jones. I guess it was supposed to be Elvis, and then the Elvis estate was like, the fuck? Not unusual to be loved <laughs> by anyone. Actually, Elvis might not have even been dead at that point. It might have been right before August he died. August 16th, 1977. Elvis has been dead since the 60s. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he was right, replaced by so his brother, Aaron. They're going to find him Aaron in Area 51. Elvis. Any more thoughts on this? Or do we want to move on? Oh, I could go on on this for two yeah, more hours. We're a half hour in just on the, the Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> I want someone to buy a Star Wars home edition so it, I can play. I'll, I'll buy one if I get the money, all right? No, but taking what you said, Dan, the price points then to now. No, so. That's what I was saying. It's like, they're like they were like three thousand bucks, right? And that's yeah. expensive. And seventy dollars—that's so much money. Nine hundred okay, bucks. But if you're talking translated into three thousand dollars now compared to fifty-five for a brand new, okay, that's a little bit more understandable. Aren't we going to get into this later in the show? Probably. Yep. What are we talking about? Is there? There's a show. You did not do your damn homework again. I did, did too. You? you told me All to right. watch the launch. Hey, look. Oh, look. Hey. Uh, I'm the only one who watched the launch. Okay. Look. Wonka, Wonka is shipping the standard, they, and they made their ship date just at the end of June. They said they'd have standard shipping before the 4th of July. They made the date, so congratulations to everybody at uh, Jersey Jack Pinball. Uh, the LEs are on the line, and they should start shipping any day. Good. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic news. Um, apparently, they're actually starting to ship to Europe now. Um, you know, they, they did it. You know, instead of having a six-month, ten-month wait. 
Um, they actually pulled their act together and got it done. You know, they're getting better. It's just like, you know, all, all, all the, the boutique and the smaller, newer companies, each release, they're, they're getting a little better. They're doing it a little better. So, uh, you know, not a lot well, more news on that. Well, that's got to be hard, especially Is there any news on the games? Wonka Home Edition? <laughs> <laughs> especially when they have, you know, they have multiple it only comes games. With one, ramps. It only comes with one golden ticket. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, you know, they're trying. It's on the bottom. They're trying to roll out um, the Wizard of Oz. Gold edition. Well, they already got those done. Are, are they all done with They're that? Done. They they yeah. finished that right. That was just to keep the line going, like two hundred of them, just long enough. To... <laughs> now, how about pirates? Are they still rolling? They're done. No, they're done. Okay, nope, they're so done they're, with pirates. So their line only contains Wonka now. Right now, yeah. They have, um, they have two lines, is what I hear. Right, but right now they're and both all they're running Wonka. Yeah, and all um, running is Wonka. Yeah, they, that's that's where the big you missed all the drama on this sweetie. Uh, lucky you. Uh, no, really, you're lucky. Um, Nobody, everybody kept pissing and moaning about the storyline with pirates because they didn't have a lot of assets from the film, and there was too much coding and too many people to choose from, and da 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 da. Then they announced, "Oh, we're gonna quit writing them. We're moving on to the next game." And now everybody wants one, and nobody's got them. Well, nobody's selling them, and nobody's selling them. And uh, right Jeff, now, right Jeff now, and Courtney, this is the seller's Jeff market. and Courtney so got one of the one, last folks, ones left in America. Buy low, sell so, high. Which, congratulations again to Jeff and Courtney Claybaugh on their purchase of a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Standard Edition. Which is cool, and I can't see why you would need more. Yep. Um, well, there's actually plenty of pirates for sale out there. People are flipping the shit yeah. out of them. Yeah, You got are. to play your pirates for six months and make, you know, a thousand dollars. And there's some sick, sick mods for that game. Yeah, there are. And more coming. I mean, people are making a whole bunch more. Yeah. Um. All right. Got code update. Got code. Got code. Got code. Got code. Got uh, code. Or Game of Thrones. We all thought this game was dead. Basically, it was in the can, and people were selling them and picking them up on the secondary market for a thousand less than uh, than people paid and enjoying their games. All right. I got a hot take. Okay. All the people talking shit about Dwight Sullivan mm-hmm. can shut the fuck up. Dwight's the man. Dwight is the dope. man. Like so, shout out to Dwight Sullivan of Stern Pinball. Yeah. If you're listening, dude, you rock. Come no to value. our show. Yeah, come, come, hang out in in the living room studios. Um, in lovely Sacramento, lovely, lovely. Rancho, Rancho Cambodia, Cambodia, California. <laughs> um, we shouldn't have said that. The Knights of Cambodia. That was not a good R- Rancho Cordova, California people. So sunny, <laughs> sunny, sunny South Florida. Um, yeah, kinda. Um, wow, like this is a a tremendous update. Yeah. Like every single house now has a button power. Um, and it just, they were playing it. I Did anyone else watch the stream for that? Not yet. Oh, God, it's so, so good. So I didn't do my homework. It is so good. Like, I, I couldn't go into the details. I can I can look them up real quick. I posted them to the group that you read, so you, you should know. The, but, uh, oh, you mean the secret cardboard fort? The secret cardboard fort. That's actually a good name. That's what we should change the studio name to. The secret cardboard port instead of the kitchen table board. studios. That's in the living room now. Yeah, the coffee table studios now. We're no supposed coffee. to be filling space while I look up information. Dead air time. So Dead there air. will be an event coming up here. So we're going to aim for somewhere around Expo. Yes, talk and about it's your special called, event. It's going to be called Storming Stern Pinball. Show us them code updates. We want to see that code. We figure if we run like Naruto, we'll be able to dodge their warranty denials and be able to check out them codes. 
Come one, come all. You better look out. They got slingshots and rusty pinballs. They got slingshots, rusty pinballs, and maybe we'll find ourselves a Star Wars hopper. So I don't have the list anymore. I'm oh, not good one. Keep looking for it. But uh, it is it is a vast, vast update, and it doesn't have any new clips or it doesn't have any new modes. I thought it added an incest mode. It added a lot of stuff to the action button now. Yeah, the every house. The big thing is every house has an action button, and it changes the gameplay. Like start. Like the action button is like a dire wolf, and it like it's like a troll bomb almost. Yeah, basically it'll give you like a free shot. Uh, there's there's an iron bank one for Tyrell. Yeah. There's a there's a thing for if there's like a spin, one that you can freeze like a, a timer your money mode. one for for uh yeah that, that one's coming. There's a freeze your timer one for uh no you see now you got me off the wrong thing. Lannister has like uh an automatic spend your money mode where you can buy other. Power up, or actually, you can buy playfield multipliers. Um, I don't know what the other ones are, but like Alex was saying, uh, Tagaragon Targaryen is now a playable house, and they have a freeze timers power that you can use. Now I'm going to Tagaragon for the rest of my life. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, you yeah. can thank Bone Terrans for that. <laughs> uh, and if you use if you use Tagaragon, it spots you that house, which is great because those dudes were bastards to beat. It really, really makes me want to play more Game of Thrones, which is a game that I have very, unfortunately, limited time with. I've never got to touch. Oh, and they did a bunch of enhancements to the premium and the limited, so that the upper play field now has, like, just tons of cool shit going on. Nice. So, yeah, it just... I've still never played a premium I've or I've never LA. played it, a premium or Yeah, well, Fat <laughs> Train said a couple times, hey, man, just, just hit me up and come on over and play it. But he's still out of the country right now, so... Who has it? Uh, Fat Train has oh. an LE. Justin. Um, yeah, Justin. Yeah. Justin. Shout well, out you know, to we Justin. We could probably just knock on Justin's door and somebody will let us in. <laughs> the cat. Uh, he could probably, well, I mean, he's got roommates, right? I, I, his I house know. is not sitting empty. Right, right. And yeah. if it is, here's his address. If it is, who the hell's feeding the cat? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ace, Ace is going to the grocery store himself. <laughs> he's driving the Corvette. With John in the back. But no, that game is that game is 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 one that I need to spend more time with. But these enhancements and just that stream made that game look fun as hell. And of course, any game looks fun as hell when Jack Danger and Keith Elwin are playing it. Yeah, people people ranked on that game something awful about the artwork, which. I mean, I, it's an HBO property, so if you look at all the HBO properties that become games... Sopranos. Right, okay. It is not a beautiful game. Right. Well, you know, I don't think the playfield art's bad at all. <laughs> this theme. And it's a fun shoot. You know, the pro, I mean, it's fast and fierce. It's Steve Ritchie, but I mean, you got drop targets in a w- cool, weird area. You got your spinner. The ramp shots are nice. I mean, overall, man, it's a good game. I mean, is it a great game? Maybe now it is because of the code update. Kind of like Spider-Man. When Spider-Man came out, it was a good game. But then it took, yeah. what, a year or two and Lyman up the code? And now it's viewed by almost everyone as a great game. And it is a great game. But he started off talking about Ghostbusters. And Why? he says, okay, I'm working on Ghostbusters. It's happening. Y'all can calm down. And if the Ghostbusters code update is in any way, shape, or form as cool as this, I think all the Ghostbusters fans will finally be able to be happy. Although I had Ghostbusters and I didn't think the code was that bad, so I like it more if they would make it not so linear. I mean, it's still a good game for what it is. If your know. problem is that you know you're so consistent that you have to play every mode in the same order, good job. 
It wasn't very linear to me because I'd play like one ladder, then I'd play a piece of another That's ladder. True. That's true. It was nice to have a quick route to the wizard yeah. mode and then a long route. And then there's still a thing if, you know, in, in true Dwight fashion, if you can beat everything, there's a big wizard mode, which is supposed to be a little disappointing. I could never beat the longest ladder, the one with uh, Stay Puffed, so I never got to see it before it went to go live with Henry. Maybe so, I didn't even do it with the glass on. Um, maybe someday I'll, I'll find out, but you know, if with the scope of the Game of Thrones update, it's like, dude, he's definitely going to make the Are You a God Wizard mode. It'll be awesome. Everyone can calm down. He's trolling you when he says, oh no, it was never supposed to be there. Just You came, he, yeah, you saw, and you kicked came, its ass. Saw, yeah. He's going to came, he's going to see, he's going to kick its ass. And then it's Miller time. <laughs> it's Miller time. Right on. Let's uh, show this prehistoric bit how we do right. things downtown. So are, are, uh, are we done talking about... Uh, sure. I don't know, man. You're the host. You All tell right. us. I, I'm, man, I'm, I'm like driving the bus. That's a, I'm running the navigator. Because <laughs> um, you know what? There wasn't what really, happens if I turn the wheel Well, well you know way. what? There really wasn't a lot of news. I was supposed to get Joe Abate on, and I found reached out to him yet, which I'm going to do this weekend. Because I know he's opening up another coin off, so he's going to visit. Temecula, yeah, California. Temecula, California. So there'll be... So if anybody listening near the because Temecula, Temecula area, needs a coin on, they're getting one. By golly, um, Cosmic Carnival from uh, Suncoast Pinball is now shipping games from Suncoast Motion Picture Video Company. Are they really a video? No, <laughs> you know Suncoast, right? Oh God, yes, the wow. overpriced DVD store, <laughs> overpriced DVD store. Right, right, right. That's right. My yeah. girl Misty worked there. I got so many DVDs. From I Suncoast. forgot about that place. Um, I st- you know I watched a little bit of gameplay video. Um, it looks neat, and but simple. But you know, simple's not always bad. I want to play one. It know. is super cool looking. Yeah, it is super it's cool. A, looking. It's a good looking game. Yeah, it'd be. I want to play one. Like, you pretty much hit the points. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, you know what? Before before the whole Star Wars thing, I'm thinking, man, we got to get an episode out. But there's really not a lot to talk about. Uh, so I think we just hit the fine points, and we're gonna have a couple of fun little uh uh, you know, uh, point, right. point, yeah, tripping over my cord. Um, point sure. counterpoints coming up here. We already have, but okay. So up next, um, the Dutch update drama. Oh my God. So you want me to give you a preface? Okay. If you don't know the Dutch drama, Dutch pinball, a few years ago, about five or six, uh, they came out with a really neat add on, uh, to, uh, the bride of pinball, bride of pinball 2.0, which gave it. Uh, went from a, a alphanumeric display to a full video, updated code and music, really fleshed the game out, made it really something neat. And this little add-on feature uh, really, really made it a whole new game. And it was pretty successful, and they did well with it. And they said, we're going to make our own game. And they made The Big Lebowski. They did showed the prototype. They started production. They couldn't get production going. They had problem after problem. They outsource the production to a third-party ARA, which makes things, not sure what, but apparently they started making pinballs. They are a contract manufacturer. Right, contract they manufacturer. Make whatever you pay them to, to make. make. So they got about, what, 40 or 50 actually shipped to customers, and then uh, the Dutch pinball group could not afford to pay them. So they held hostage, basically, another roughly 40 games. This is set in litigation for over two years. Uh, the court decision sided with ARA. They uh, took a game that a lot of people paid in advance before ever seeing a game, 
$8,500. Now, those games are going to new buyers, a lot of them, most of them, maybe all of them, that plump down $12,500 for the game. Now, a lot of the early adopters that still haven't got their game but had paid in full directly to Dutch Pinball are basically out of luck. Some people who had put money down or paid in full to um, Cointaker, which is a distributor, they um, Cointaker didn't spend the money. They put it in an escrow account. So if you put your $8,500 or $4,500 or whatever, you've still got a slot in line for uh, a Big Lebowski, which has uh, no tech support and parts will be of very limited availability. Okay, go, Dan, anybody? Thoughts? Big Lebowski is an awesome game. It is an awesome game. The drama doesn't affect me. I can't afford one, not ever going to buy one. But I played it, and it's a great game. It's too bad that every all this crap happened. But people have learned their lessons now, hopefully. Hopefully. And, <laughs> you know, what, 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 what more can you say? You know, it's, it's a big, giant fiasco. I feel bad for people who lost money. But you know what? Don't throw your money out until you've got something. You know, cash on the glass, kids. If you're buying your first pinball or if you bought 100 of them, cash on the glass. There's a reason why I would never do a pre-order for anything. Nope. Ever. Nope. Well, okay. So here's what happens, right? You want Lebowski. You need to put money down to make it happen. You decide you're not going to do it. You miss out. Okay. Life to those of us who live right in the real, real world, that happens. In the pinball world, though, it's different. These guys generally have a lot of money, and they can afford to take a chance. So you have guys who put, you know, several thousand dollars, in some cases, full price, down with one of, of a few different companies and, and said, okay, deliver this game when you can deliver it, Right. In this case, what happens? Well, the company goes out of business. A lot of people get left holding the bag. Uh, actually, they're not out of business, but they're unable to meet the demands. A lot of people get left holding the bag. If you didn't put your money down with the distributor who just ended up handling the business, or I guess Nitro. I guess that they're also... Yeah, Nitro, Nitro and, and Cointaker. Four or five of the games to satisfy theirs. Um, you lost your deposit. Uh, now... You know, Dutch Pinball, which is at this point a company of one, they still insist, look, we're going to pay these guys off. We're going to find a way you're going to get your game. You know what? We've heard this before in pinball, and it's worked out sometimes, and people have made out richly, like with Big Bang Bar. And we've heard it with games like Predator, and people lost their ass, and nobody got nothing. There's like, what, one or two Predators out there? In fact... Uh, it depends. If you're at the Vatican, there's a whole bunch. <laughs> the, aliens, but I'm the Aliens stream the other day, they had a Predator sitting right next to the alien that they were playing. And uh, it's it's interesting that, like... I think he's in the can. Okay. Um, it's interesting that, like, everybody is unhappy except for the people who get to be happy. Right? Like, that's life, that's pinball, whatever. What I think is funny, and I was, I think, talking to you about this, uh, Brian. You being Brian. <laughs> yeah, I gestured. Um, you guys can all see this, right? We're on camera. <laughs> is that you have this subset of people now who are getting to sneak in. They missed out the first time, 
And now it's like, look, come up with your 12.5 and you could potentially get in. And they're sneaking past the people who put their deposits down with Dutch. And in some cases, they're sort of being dicks about it. Right. Like, it's just naked joy. Like, I'm going to get a Lebowski. And it's all like, dude, what an yeah, asshole. There's 50, 50 <laughs> to 75 other people who aren't getting theirs and paid in full. Apparently, there's like 110 people who have meaningful deposits down. Right. Uh, that are, you know, in 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 the air. And, you know, let's assume that 10 of those are coin taker and five of those are uh, nitro. Right. So, yeah, there's essentially, you know, 90 guys out there who have a thousand or more just sort of floating in the wind wishing that they could get their games, watching these other 25 people who had no stake at all walk slide in. on in. And, and, you put know, down their money. I, I do feel bad. And walk them, off but with their you games. Know what? Games that were built for them with their money. Numbered games. Numbered games that they're popping the plaques off now. Well, I don't know if they're popping the plaques off. Uh, or that's not. What There's I heard. been all sorts of rumors about are they going to open them and look at them? Are they just going to be straight in the box? The, I think that's just like, look, don't the, open the box. The rumor is that 12 5, all is, risk is yours. The rumor is Barry went through, opened up, and looked at each game. The rumor. Okay. Do you trust this guy? Dude. No, no. And while we're at it, Barry's partner, because there were three originally, one dropped out early on and was battling cancer, didn't heard what happened. Uh, Yah, Barry's partner, Dutch Pinball, had been battling cancer. He was in remission. It's come back. The prognosis is not good. Um, so beyond pinball, this guy's a human uh, person and I'm sure has a family. So uh, everybody here, man, wishes you well. Yah, hang tough and keep fighting. I've never heard anything bad about Barry and Yacht personally, but they don't have thousands of dollars of my money, you know, that, that, they, that. that they blew and delivered no product. You know, the games are ARA's games. They don't belong to Dutch Pinball. Dutch Pinball's involved in the solution, but they're not directly benefiting from it, except for the fact that this is paying off what they owe ARA. ARA. Right. And, you know hey, man, maybe they can figure it out. Maybe they can figure out some way to make games. Maybe if they le- maybe if they loosen up the uh... – yeah, we're, we're already at the, the forefront of professionalism here. Um, <laughs> maybe if, maybe if they, they figure this out, the rights will revert to them because apparently ARA had some sort of role in, like, look, you can't manufacture the game. We own certain rights. And maybe they can submit, you know, sub-license it out to – an American pinball, a proven contract manufacturer in the United States who actually has built games. Right. You know, and isn't, you know, they're experiencing this kind of thing, right? They satisfied the original, uh, like the 20 some magic girl owners. I mean, yeah, the games were shit, but they got their games. Well, yeah, that, and that was kind of thing where they're like, just J pop, get these damn games built and get out of them. Well, that was it. They were just like, look, we don't care. We told J pop. If he designed for us, we'd build these games. We built them the best we could. This is the game we were given to build. You know, they've proven they can build a working game, they've and it's proven been proven they can build a really awesome working. It's game. been proven that Lebowski is a working game. You know, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. It will really tie your daily wheels. Man. Really yeah, tie your right. yeah. It's not yeah. the pinnacle of reliability. Well, you know how, how the, some of the early adopters can recoup their losses is sell their rugs that really tie the room together to the people that are getting the Lebowskis for. No, I don't know, $8,500? Oh, yeah. Remember, if you do that, you got to pee on the rug first. Oh, yeah, make make their victory complete. There you go. Um, But no, man, I mean, it's just, 
it's really sad for the people who put their money down. You know, and all I have to say is, look, man, that's life in the big city. You know, none of us, none of, I wouldn't say none of us, none of the people I'm hoping are involved in that, like, put their life savings online to get this machine or right. is seriously getting dicked. Hopefully it was joy money. But, like, to the people who did manage to slip in and get the games, if any of them happens to be listening to us, just don't be dicks about it. Congratulations. You got something people want. It's unique. Mm-hmm. You can feel good about yourself. You'll probably make some money on it. But, dudes, just, you know, don't walk around like, you know, you won the Super Bowl or something. Because a lot of other people lost their fucking money for you to get that game. Right. Just be right. cool. Right. So, all in all, life lesson number one. Have them over. Give them a beer. Let them play their game. <laughs> there you go. Set it for quarter drop. Make a, make a, Dick invite move, them yeah. over and, and make a white rush. And if they card your name into the game, well, you don't get the deal done. Um, it wasn't on the list. I would, I would piss in the coin slot. <laughs> but uh, Alien, uh, rumor, big rumor mill that... Uh, um, Wasn't it Chicago Gaming? Don't, Chicago don't Gaming, say it, Canada. Yeah, no. Don't say it. Uh, is what? That's been a rumor for like three or four months. Yeah, it's now. been a rumor for three or four don't months that they're going to be making Alien. I hope it comes true. Bullshit. Cool. Because, hey, look, Alien's a fantastic game. Where's the rumor coming from? That's old, right? It's an old rumor, it but... Happening. Ain't happening. Well, they said themselves they were going to make an unlicensed theme. Oh, an unlicensed. Alien is ridiculously licensed. Licensed. Okay. No, I'm sorry. They're going to make a licensed theme, not a remake, rather. I don't remember who I was listening to. Maybe I've really cut down on my pinball podcast, by the way, so I probably don't have the most up-to-date information. I just finally decided that a lot of the personalities in pinball podcasting Present company excluded. Good call. Um, Good call. Uh, they didn't get kicked out of the house. Exactly. <laughs> now he brought just, food. He's good. He brought food, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bought my way in tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, Alex is ruining your plumbing right now. <laughs> is that what that's from? I know it's plumber. the KFC skin syndrome, man. You can't help it. Oh, my God. That was that was delicious. Some market. Episode. I want to say somewhere really weird. Like Turkey or something. Daddy, it was just a boy. That's right. Like, <laughs> somewhere like Turkey or Pakistan or something. They're selling KFC chicken skin. And I'm like, dude, that's like the all-American wet dream. Okay? With, I, Cheetos, with Cheeto on top. With Cheeto on top. Yeah, I no. totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> We're talking about Alien and, and Oh, but, but I'm no, trying I to just, go long here because so I need Alex to come and help us with the next topic. That'll be fine, dude. We got time. You know, there's this thing called editing. Hey, you should learn I don't know how to edit. Alex, get out of the shitter already. Will you let him yeah, do Yeah, Brian's waiting patiently. <laughs> Will you just let him do his thing? No, but I'm <laughs> just saying with, with, with Alien specifically, oh it's just like... This, this show is done completely. into the house. Yeah. No, yeah. this show is actually totally on the rails except for you cutting up, so just knock it off. Actually, it's nice. It's nice that I'm reverse and knock it off the rails with this guy on my left. It's not me being drunk. You're time. pissing me off. No, I like Alien, and I want somebody to make it, but I just... I finally got... I finally quit pinball podcasting. You'll like, be back. No, I mean, seriously, I'm no, not, not going to listen to those guys anymore because it just got to the point where I'm just like, and this is going to sound real bad. They are all taking, number one, except for Canada, right? Which I'll give him credit. He knows he's an asshole and he plays his role with aplomb. They're so concerned about like, oh, what do you lose no, your black flag? Sorry, everybody. I'm directing flat, my kid to hit flashlights in the driver's door. No, in the driver's door in the little pocket underneath the hand. Oh, he needs a drop flashlight so he can find his headphones. Right. Yeah, I wish I had headphones too. 
All right. So, uh, so but no, I just I can't I just can't. There's they take it too seriously. They're they're getting offended over things now, and oh, this company did this, and now yeah. I don't want to buy their product, and I'm worried about my credibility. You are a hobbyist podcaster. You have no credibility. You're not a journalist. You're not the press. For God's sakes, stop taking yourself so seriously. Have some fucking fun. Right. Pull the stick not out worry your about. Ass. No, what people say, what people pull know, like, the stick out of your like, ass. Like, even like, the camera goes down. Uh, coworkers. Pull the shooter rod out of your ass. With and, coworkers. Unless or, you uh, enjoy it being there, then keep it. Like, it's they're, actually fine. Make, they're actually making doing that. They're making custom sturdy gear. Uh, They're making a meteor, so it takes a little bit. Yeah. There's also with enough pressure, you can make a Pink Panther diamond shooter. Oh, there you go. Wow. And no, it just I'll, depends on the. Person. I'll have clients or coworkers or something, and they'll suddenly say, "Oh, you know, Spencer does a pinball podcast." And I'm like, "Really? That's cool. Is it any good?" I say, "No, it's awful, but it's free." <laughs> well, but that's I don't, the thing. Is, but the whole point is, we don't take ourselves. Or our hobbies seriously. It's just like we I'm have listening fun. to these guys and they they feel like they have so goddamn much at stake. And it's like, look, four hundred people listen to your podcast. Congratulations, you know. You're you're God, a big, I'd kill for four hundred listeners. You're a big know, my fish. credibility's been shot for years. <laughs> you're a big fish in your small fun. But here's the thing, like the podcasts that are fun to listen to are the podcasts where the people are real. They're not worried about their credibility. They're not worried about oh their their pinball podcasting friends being slighted and drama and but stuff like that. But what if Stern won't endorse so us? So you're waiting for him. Why don't we move on to Dan's recent? I'm not. I'm not waiting for Thank him. You. I'm talking right now about how much I hate podcasters. Oh, Dan, you haven't stopped talking for 18 minutes. <laughs> well, you said I had to fill no time, yeah, motherfucker. Fine, All right, so you're watching. Uh, yeah. Hey, we, we're just talking about hey, that. Brian, Anybody played Junkyard before? Yes. Oh gosh, I love that game. Actually, we gotta this put one right next to there because we can hear the call. Okay, out we God. were talking about the Dutch drama. You didn't miss anything, really. What okay. do you think of the Dutch but, drama? Yeah. I yeah. think if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. There you go. True. I want to talk about uh, keep it sweet and the short. The new arcade in Reno. Um, Alex is like, yeah, no. a new arcade in Reno with Michael Huntsman. It's um, not, it's not a new arcade. Well, it is and it isn't. Michael Huntsman. It's a um, private. Game. If you know Michael Huntsman, he's a private game. Room. It's a private game room, but he's going to open it to all ages. So he's uh, rented a little. Yeah, but it's by invite only. So well, it's yeah, the biggest little arcade. What can I say? There you go. Hey, you know what, man? He's doing something cool for pinball, and he's a righteous dude. So if you're listening, Michael, and uh, – oh, hey, and congratulations on your son getting his license and driving on his own. Yeah, baby. That's awesome. We're all afraid. Glad oh, and, uh, him and by the way, not tilting a car is like getting on a bike and refusing to pedal. Remember that, Mike. Oh, wait, not tilting a pinball machine there is like go. getting on a bike and refusing to pedal. There you go. Tilting is trying. If you care yeah, enough to um, win, you, you care, care enough, enough to, to tilt. Speak. Okay, so uh, – <laughs> Band of friend, everybody. There you go. Awesome yeah, pinball. I mean, pinball. Well, I'm gonna. I, this weekend, I gotta reach out to Joe, and because we agreed that you know he said he's gonna be on the show, so we gotta get him on the show. And Josephus. Uh, yeah, and then I'm gonna reach out to Michael once the dust settles and get him on the show and let him talk about his new private uh, club arcade and how it's all gonna work. But you know what, man? More pinball is good pinball. Reno is really booming. Uh, yeah, it's real. It's really becoming a real good pinball town. So, um, yeah, set those headphones in my bedroom. White ones. Go Apple. 
Oh, they won't work on yours. Never That's mind. a lot of random words. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We have uh, Seth. Say hello to say everybody. Hello, Seth. Hi. This potato time, chip, it's Seth. He's potato 12. chip Taco Bell. Bong. Uh, bong. <laughs> okay. Uh, where are we at now? Good lord. You want to talk about Michael Huntsman's? Yeah, we're talking about Michael Huntsman. We don't have a lot of information yet, but he's rented uh like a little uh a uh, little building. He's rented a facility. He has a private arcade. And he's stocking it full of awesome It's full games. of amazing pinball machines All because amazing that's working the dude's condition, game. Because that's his game. Yeah. It's going to be for, I suppose, the Reno League. And, and uh, yeah. private events, yeah. invite only, and tournaments. Um, right. Tournaments. He's, he's, have tournaments. He's, he's hoping to host. I believe he's, uh, having, he's having a tournament Sunday. Are you going to be there? Yes, I am. My, uh, okay, well, trip report when you get back. I'm hoping to make it. Okay, so, I'm not uh, going to make it. I got too much. But he's he's hoping there. he's hoping I think to host the are, are the really Nevada finals in the next year or so. I hope to. Yeah. Cool. No, that's awesome. Trip report. Um, so you guys can tell us all about it. I got a trip report for you. All right. Well, you know what? You got your latest shop job on the cheap. So Dan's shop out on the cheap, 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 cheap. So I got a black rose from somebody. Where'd you get that from, Dan? Gee, I don't know. I don't even want to disclose whose machine this was. But they're leaving the room. But, oh. No, not leaving the room. You can come home if you wanted to. Um. Now that you, you now that's done being shot. She will come home just oh, I'm out of I'm out of space now. Uh, so yeah, I picked up Spencer's black rose from him. Uh, I traded him my my devil's dare, which I should probably look at for him tonight, and and a a small amount of money uh, comparatively for you know a pretty nice machine. It it had been shopped in the previous few years. It was LED'd. Uh, it all played. It all worked. Um, you know. Uh, I, I kind of had every intention of it just being like, just going to give it a quick cleanup, quick wax job, and, and I'll play it a whole bunch. And when I, I dug into it, it, it definitely needed a shop job. Um, you know, the, the usual kind of, and I think Brian can kind of get in with me uh, on this, the usual rules to a cheap shop job apply. Number one, clean. Just clean everything, right? If you want to not spend a lot of money and you want your play field or you want your pinball to look better, clean the, clean the rails polish the screws, really go through. I didn't go as crazy as I've gone with some games. Like, I've gone really over the top on some, usually with somebody's encouragement. Um, but I... I would even do that. <laughs> <laughs> you polish the side rail screws. You never even see them, but they look amazing. I could. <laughs> Every game came out nice. It is, well, I mean, Getaway, too. I can't believe that one was Mike. But, uh, you know, the first thing is just make sure you clean everything really hard. Number two, and this is something I did with this game that was really nice, maximize what you have. In this case, I had rubbers. I had bulbs. Uh, I actually had enough parts to rebuild two flippers completely, which it needed, and Excuse one me. partially. After, uh, after three shows, three years in a row, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the coil yeah, stops the on that thing were pounded concave. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, they were saucers. And they still flip pretty it good. They still flip pretty yeah. good. You know, it, it, it played. Like I said, I'm not digging out of it. it. It played. I kept a lot of the work Spencer did. I kept most of his LED job. Um, you know, I kept, uh, I kept you know, a lot of the little adjustments and stuff he made. I haven't touched the cannon, which works fine. Knock on wood. I did the whole time we owned it. Never touched it. I was afraid to. Yeah. But uh, the biggest the biggest trick with this one was cleaning and using the parts that I had. And then I went through and I just ordered, you know, he included a fairly complete set of plastics with it. 
you know, went through, ordered just some of the basic stuff that you kind of need. Number one, man, how do you make a playfield look better when it looks a little dingy? Throw some new star posts on it, man. Star posts are cheap. They're like 60 cents a piece. Getting rid of those old battered star posts and, and putting some nice, nice fresh ones on there were great. Uh, white rubber really brightened it up. You know, fixing play field holes. Do we all know how to fix a hole in the play field? Yeah. Use some much. glue. Use some skewers. Use some wood putty if you have to. Redrill the hole. Put the post back in so it's solid. The ball will bounce the way it's supposed to. Soldered a couple connections. The thing turned out beautiful. Plays great. Wait till you see it. It is, uh, it is fantastic. Uh, my wife's really stoked that it's there. Uh, you know, she, she enjoyed the it? game. Good. So, uh, yeah. The ladies love the black rose. The ladies love rose. the black rose. I'm thinking of how to retheme it. I can do that for you. Baby shark. <laughs> black hose. Baby shark. <laughs> uh, no, no. Like, she, she really likes it. If you it. found it, it's a little game. Easter egg, kind of, like, with the combos and stuff. I know how to kill Polly. <laughs> Uh, there's a great three-way combo. You, you wow, three-way combo. Three-way combo. Uh, well, no, it's really cool. You shoot off the left flipper and you hit the middle target or the target bank up on the right, and you got. And I've done this a few times, never intentionally, and then it bounces to the left one, and then uh, where is it? No, maybe shoot off the right flipper. I forget. But you got to hit all three target banks, at least one target. Well, you can put it up. You can put it up. Here's what really threw me about that game. I'm kind of amazed that, like, when you hit the ball up the ramp and it goes into the back box and it rolls out, it rolls across the plastic. Yeah. There's not a lane or a wire form. It's just a plastic, and then it hits a stand-up plastic, which has, like, a little metal shield, and it drops back onto the play field. That's that pretty true? dope. I stared at that for, like, when, when you tore four hours, yeah. and I was like, he didn't give me the whole machine. No, it's, I'm missing a part, and I like no. I watched not. videos. Yeah. I talked to Mike. I was all like, "This is how this is supposed to work." It works fine, it but works it's flawlessly. the weirdest thing. Well, it's just like that little weird ramp up in the far left, up on the back side of the of the uh, where the where the ramp lift the lift. Kind of like the Stern Track uh, ramp a little bit. Yeah, no, it's you know it reminds me a lot of that. Like where you have a repeated, yeah, correct. You know, the the other thing about about that is, yeah, you got like that one little ramp that kind of goes up and around. You don't really ever see it, yeah, uh, because when you hit it the other way, it whips into the cove, right, and, and which is the ball lock, which is the ball lock, right. and it's also like I guess it's a mystery award, but all I've ever seen it give me is spot lock letter, so it's like great, yeah. And that, that game super needs someone to make a new ROM for it. It would be so much better, yeah. Um, and it's it's a clunky little game. We were talking about it, and it's just it's a cool game, but it has a lot of clunk. It does, but it's also got a lot of neat ways the ball moves around. Yeah, that's like nothing else. It is a really strange, strange little game. It feels very much like a game that maybe didn't get the full development time that it needed to work out some of the clunk. Probably not. Uh, just it's because I agree with Dan. My buddy Bert got one years ago. And we got that thing fixed up, got it all playing right, but it just, it just feels like it's like it didn't get the proper. It didn't get yeah, it didn't get time. the full development time. Yeah, and I have no clue if that's right or. If but that's you know, true what, it's also an early dot matrix game, but it's got three different video modes, which is, you know, yeah. you got your little butt, the button masher, which is your swim uh, outrun the shark, but then the knife throw is kind of cool and actually does require some skill, 
and then uh, swing from the rigging. Swing, yeah, swing, well, swing from the rigging. From the rigging. Almost an automatic. Yeah. yeah, that one's pretty easy. You gotta really like. I've only missed that a couple times. Swim away from the shark. Yeah, I, I really you know the trick to that one. Don't use the fire button. No, never. The use the clippers. Use the cabinet buttons. The I didn't even know that until I saw the option on the, the menu. It's like Junkyard. Yeah. yeah. Except just, Ben doesn't even have a launch. Yeah. So I guess that so, fire yeah. button. But yeah, it is a, like I probably did the whole shop on that game for 100 bucks, And that was just because at the very last minute I decided to buy new pop bumper caps for it, <laughs> which were still mismatched. So it's, it's cool. Super, super nice game. One trip to the hardware store couple parts orders, uh, mostly just cleaning and putting the hardware in the right spots and filling filling broken playfield holes. But once I found out that game had uh, 11629 flippers, I was just like, man, I can see why this whole fucking thing is battered to pieces. Right. It's a bit, it, it has some hard, hard shots. Yeah, it does. Cool game, though. And yeah. that was my latest cheap-ass shot. I never did do Demolition Man, and I feel a little guilty about that. Oh, yeah, that went to a good cause. That's but the good news is that went to a good cause. Yeah, uh, Roxy's boyfriend, Jim, uh, uh, rebuilt the Octo board. That's what I hear. Um, all on his own. Went and ordered the, the parts or uh, nice. so the diodes and rebuilt for himself. Well, he's, he's, he has, you know, he's worked on other electronics and computer oh, he stuff. Skill, yeah. So he yep. just applied what he knew. Did a little bit of homework online and figured out. He's got uh, that that claw octo board. That claw's singing like a a new game. Right so, on. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. So he's uh, he's full hardcore in. Roxy's been talking to me Sunday about how stoked we'll she is about her game. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm very happy <laughs> for. Her. Yeah. Um, You're just very very in depth. Our 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 next topic. If we're moving on our next topic, um, Brian. By the way, before we talk about our next yeah. topic, just finished a. Beautiful shop job on a Doctor Who. From the Doctor Who. It took a long time, but the owner understood. He was very happy. It's the smoothest mini playfield. <laughs> Tell us about the mini playfield, Brian. So mini playfield, baby. No, Henry's, no, this thing is Henry's art. was was unique. Someone had modified it so it didn't use the correct raise and lower method. It used some of the right parts, but like the opto wheel had been cut and welded. Um, it basically kind of ran on an arm, so it went like this. So it had an arm going from the opto wheel up. So it rose, but it, met, it would mess up the play field. And when I first saw this, Henry had a mount drawing. He said, hey, I'll take care of it for you. We had to order a whole bunch of new parts. I spent many nights out there with a file removing like hundreds of an inch of metal to get it to go smoothly. And right when I got all finished, Henry says, oh, by the way, I have this. And he has a complete ready-to-go drop-in mini play field. Uh, complete. Uh, but we got the I got the new you know we got the new mini playfield on there. I had to elongate the holes just like I've always had to do. But when all was said and done, I got it so that thing goes up and down fluidly. It doesn't have like the normal tilt like they all do. Mine does it. I know Dan's does it. I've got it so it's very smooth up and down with the original stuff, which I wasn't expecting it to be that smooth when I finally finished it. But it came out great. It is. It just immaculate. Took, it just took a lot more work than I was expecting. I'm not doing Doctor Who's anymore. <laughs> I've, I've shopped a lot of games. He's Even only... the difficult ones like Whitewater, Creature, Star Trek. That mini playfield is the worst. He's only saying that because he wants me to sweet talk him until he does mine. Well, I'm not doing yours. And, I told you that. And I will. Did you, yeah, well, you did yours I... with the rusted ball stuck in the... Uh... Oh, mine, mine was a nightmare. In the expander. But, but the thing, you know, is, is 
it was all there for the most part. I didn't have to like, hey Henry, we gotta find we gotta find parts we have to order that you can't find. Uh, one of the parts we ended up having to order came warped brand new. Jeez. And that was the biggest thing to actually figure out how to fix. And I got it, but it was difficult. So, but Henry's happy. I'm very happy that he's happy. Plays super plays fine. Nice. I put some games on it the other day. Uh, you know, everything's super makeable. I mean, just really, really nice. Like when he, you guys are at his league on Thursday, if it's not a league game, put some time on it. He did a, a really, really fine job on it. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, no, I saw when it was still in progress, what, three weeks ago? So, two, three weeks ago. So, that's cool. You did a lot in two, three weeks. Um, prices are hitting the roof. The roof. The, the roof. roof. The, the roof, roof is, is on fire. fire. Um, you know, and it seems like some prices are coming down. I know. Right after I wrote this, this uh, you know, podcast episode, then all of a sudden I'm seeing, wow, there's some good deals out there. There's again. a lot of good deals for some good titles. I saw today on the Facebook Marketplace, it's Indiana Jones. I think the guy wants 55 That's a good price for an Indiana Jones. It's yeah, got some weird cabinet details on there. No. Yeah, I saw your Williams. comment on that. Oh, the cabinet yeah, There's somebody airbrushed like... it, or there's some knockoff cabinet. I'm like, they don't look bad, but it's still just a different Man, color. Want another it's Indy? still $5,500 yeah, no for shit. Indiana Jones. Let's go. And of course, on the flip <laughs> side, I saw a guy trying to sell an Adams Family for eight grand with only a couple of pictures, and it didn't look like an $8,000 Adams Family. It really just depends. Some prices look great. Other ones, I think it's people fishing. Yeah, right yeah, now it leave is, a message. Right now it is a seller's market. It yeah. is it's all up to the sellers and you got to sweet talk them. When uh when when we went to pick up the um the Black Rose originally. Um Spencer called the guy and um he was asking 800 for it and before you and Spencer got his call in first. He talked to him. He let him know that you know he that Spencer was actually a pinball guy. He knew about pinball. He knew about how the mechanics of it worked. He knew the history of the game. And uh, no sooner did they get off than they get off the phone and somebody else calls to answer the ad. Hey, yeah, I want to buy it. Oh, it, well, I'll give you twelve hundred. And and it, the price kept going up and up and up because you know this game was you know at a buyer's rate. But the guy honored uh, him and Spencer's deal. And, of course, we drove three hours to get there. Oh, good gravy, Marie. That was a long drive. And uh, But uh, because Spencer knew what he knew, and he knew about how games work, he managed to get that great deal on it. And we had to, we ended up dumping about another $600 in it before, you know, uh, before uh, selling it to Dan. But, uh so, um, but by my whole point of this is, is that just because it's a seller's market, don't think you're going to get completely priced out if you know what you want, you know how it functions, and you just, you, you be the first one up, and gentleman's agreement, that's still, that's still a thing. It is, and you also have to have patience. Yep, lots uh, that, of it. That's all there is to it. It's always been like that. Uh, Dan knows his Good and well, you know. I think I it took me what three or four years to find my whitewater before fun fun one finally popped at a decent price. Right. You know, you, if you if you need it now and you have to have it now, you're paying that premium. That's mm -hmm. how life works. Yeah. You know, it's just like oh, I need an HDMI cable. Best Buy has it for thirty bucks, and I need it now, or I can wait for two days and get it from Amazon for a dollar thirty or whatever. Right. right. You have to have that patience, and you're right. Prices are going up for well, the most part. It is 
definitely a seller's market, but depending on the game you're trying to. I saw a Devil's Dare today for fifteen hundred on Facebook Marketplace, and it's like, wow, okay, well. It also location makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does. You know, that's it's just how it is. Um, I have no doubt that prices are going up because they always are. It seems like, but at the same time, you know, it depends what you're looking for. You know, it doesn't mean that everything is getting sky high and out of control, touchable. No, uh, some games are, and a lot of older games are rising in price, especially you know early early solid states. A lot of those, especially the Sterns, are going up crazy, and some of the Valley titles. That, that was a given. That was going to happen. That was going to happen. But um, a lot of the newer games, newer being, you know, four, five, six years old, are starting to drop considerably and getting really into the affordable market. Speaking of which, a shout-out and a belated birthday wish to Mark Sparky Malmberg. Sparky. And, uh, yeah, we were at, well, location. He's one of those older games that you were just talking about. There you go. Well, you know, uh, if you don't know who Mark Sparky Malmberg is, he's a, a righteous dude. He uh, hosts the Sparky's Barbecue every year at uh, the Golden State Pinball Festival and formerly Pinagogo. Um, he also does mods, and he sells those mods through Measle Mods. And he has a Simpsons pinball party with all the mods he's designed. Uh, the monorail. Uh, monorail. 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 Uh, monorail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and the treehouse, and uh, oh god, basically every mod you can. Yeah, the lampshade, and I mean just a ton of mods for that thing, and they're really cool. And obviously Tim from Mazel mods. Too. And Don't yeah, forget Tim from me, Tim, Tim, and Mrs. Tim, whose name I forget from Mazel mods. Mazel mods. Mazel mods. So yeah, we had a nice time at Sparky's. I learned to play bocce ball. That was really fun. Um, but uh, I was going somewhere with this. Where was I going? Oh, older games. Sparky has a stern Star Trek Pro. For I believe forty three hundred, unless you want it with the custom trans light, which is cooler, and I think it's another hundred fifty bucks. So um, I think it's 40, 40, 44, I think it was like forty two if you want it standard, forty three, and then forty forty four fifty if you want it uh, with the custom. Something anyway. like that. Hey, you know what? Reach out to Sparky via Pinside or Facebook or you know uh, you know smoke signals anyway, or email us at the spinnerslit at gmail Gameplay is nice. Gameplay is nice. We just played it last weekend. Dan was there, passed out on the the uh, little sofa by the I wasn't pool. Passed out. Well, I we was thought you were taking a nap. Okay, you were passed, passed out. out. Implying that I was drunk off my ass or something. Yeah, was Will. No, no, you that was Will. That was definitely so Will. He was slaughtered. Yeah, and he, he spent a lot of time in the sun with uh, Mickey playing bocce ball. So and Lily and Lily and me and uh, anyway. That was a good time. So, but yeah, so games like that, there's some, you know, and, and Star Trek's what, about a five-year-old game? And you can pick them up, you know, low twos. Um, and sometimes, oh, I saw a Dale Jr. on Craigslist the other day. As did I. For uh, 2800 2800 So, and that's a pretty rare version of uh, a game NASCAR, that I own. A game that you own. So. Hey, one and only. We need to find one, Dan, so we can move forward with Ricky Bobby. There you go. So. There's one in, like, Rescue or something for, like, 2800 but yep. it's a it's a Dale Junior. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, it's wow, a Dale that's Junior. What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was looking at something else. Dan's checked out. And the, well, I was I was busy shopping for pinballs because I heard the prices were so good. And no, they, there there, and there are game. some good deals out there, but I mean, as a rule, a lot of games, like I mean, I'm seeing stuff like, and I don't know if maybe people are just you know, like you said, fishing or whatever. Um, but I'm seeing like, uh, uh, what's the one Stern? I really want one bad. Um, that narrows it down. 
Yeah, I know, right? It's a classic Stern, uh, weird alien on there. Alien Star. No, Alien Star's a got loose. Alien Star's a good one. They're Alien right. Star's awesome. Yeah, it is an awesome Dude, game. Dude, it seems like a lot of people are looking for that one. A lot of people yeah. are looking for that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quicksilver. Stern Quicksilver. I saw somebody asking like 2800 bucks for one the other day. It's like, are you high? You know? I saw someone asking for 2750 once for a T2. Yeah, right. Yeah, we were talking about that the other night. So, yeah. And just ridiculous prices like that. But, I mean, I think you're right. Those people are just fishing or they're like, oh, I saw it on Pawn Stars. Well, there's, there's a very interesting oh, dichotomy yeah. to what we do, right? You have the collector's market for players like us. Right. And we're the guys who go like, oh, yeah, man, you want a Terminator 2? That thing's like 1500 bucks. What a great game for the money. Then you have the speculator's market. And those are the guys who think if they buy that $1,500 T2 and they throw $500 at it, that somehow they have a $5,000 machine. Right. And, you know. It seemed like for a few years, those guys were getting what they were looking for. And that's why speculator markets work. Because they're like, look, I can make money. I can own pinball and make money. I can buy a game brand new in the box. And I can turn around and sell it for six in six months for what I paid. And that's starting to <laughs> decline. Who right. was the guy who had like 15 of the same games? Oh, uh, a few people. Yeah. Uh, what's the name with the medieval madness? Uh, Tiki. Right, and guys, yeah, hoarders, right? Uh-huh. You know, they're going to hoard a bunch of that game. They're going to try to corner the market, and they're going to take and those games out of circulation. It. Holy. And then and what, what that causes, that causes price to you know automatically rise, right? Because there's less games, and he can trot one out whenever he wants to make a quick 12000 bucks. Well, yeah, these days, that's not viable because we live in a world now where – Anything can be remade. In the world, anything can be remade. Where no title is safe. (laughs) I mean, except for things with like weird licenses or or stuff that would just be super prohibitively expensive to remake. Like, yeah, you know, Medieval Madness. Guess what? They're back. You know, eight thousand bucks will get you a new one. Monster Bash. Guess what? It's back. Six thousand bucks will get you a new one. You know, is Big Bang safe? Is Cactus Canyon safe? You know, Cactus Canyon is is the hot the hot ticket, right, to be the next remake. So, you know, and we've even seen this in like our group. Like guys in our group are just sort of like, look, man, we're not, you know, we're not gonna continue to buy LEs because the investment isn't safe and they're not special and unique, you know. Uh, they want to own something that's weird and different. So yeah, man, it's it's kind of a scary thing if you're uh if you're in it for the money, you know, it's a scary time. But, you know, good games are going to continue to sell for a good price. You know, you're never going to see somebody say, oh, man, you know what? Adam's Family sucks. I'll take 2500 bucks for it. You know, that game's going to continue to be expensive. Just don't buy it for $8,000 and think. <laughs> you got be, the best deal ever. It'll be 10000 by Christmas because that shit ain't happening. No. Adam's family still earns on location, so it's still going to command a high price. You know, Adam's family always earns. Yeah, games that earn on location are always going to be a little bit more expensive. There are a couple of exceptions here and there. South, South Park, Park. South Park earns on location. <coughs> and it's you know, T2 they're, they're, earns on location. Yeah, but, you know, South Park is now a $3,000 game. You know, that's now in today's world not a bad price for any D&D. But South Park will earn. You know, there's Absolutely. a reason why operators have them out there, and it's not right. because they like South Park. No, it's because they're good earners. Yeah. 
Is it the greatest game ever? No. No, no it's a turd. But does it make money? That's all You know matters. what? I played one of Coinop a while back. Kendra and I played a couple games yeah. on it. And I could hear it. It had the adult ROMs. And I was having a good time. You know, I was enjoying playing the game. I'm like, we got okay. a couple free games off of that one. We did. So, you know. So, yeah, it was cool. But like I said, be patient. Keep your eyes open. You can still get good deals. And be willing to travel. Be willing, be willing to, to travel. travel. Yeah. Have cash. Cash on the cash. Yeah. And, cash. Like a and know how to transport a pinball machine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Don't yes, put the legs please up. Don't yeah. leave it on its legs and stick it in the back of your no. truck. No. Oh, I'm biting my tongue. Yeah. Probably because of that. You know, there, there's one. Let's do a quick uh, recap that. Yeah. Take the legs off. Uh, get a couple friends to help you. Buy beer and pizza or whatever. Uh, take the legs off, fold the head down, have ratchet straps. Uh, you can get a Harbor Freight cheap. Have blankets, moving blankets you can get at Harbor Freight cheap. Or towels. If you or towels. towels. Or just even, even cut up cardboard boxes. If you got an obese kid, you just tie him into the game, man. There, there you go. go. Oh, yeah. There yeah. It is. Where's Mickey with the truffle shuffle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moving, moving a pin's not rocket science. No, it's not. It kind of no. sucks sometimes. It can be a dumpster fire. It does weigh 300 pounds. Yeah. That's Do no... not move it by yourself, Sparky. Unless it's an old EM, oh. because then it's not too bad. Henry. Well, take the head off. Yeah. Did Henry do the same, similar thing? Never, ever. Henry jacked his back trying That's with. right, moving fire. And Sparky. Right? Sparky tore both his... Uh, Rotator cuffs. No, it's uh, so the... the Muscle Engines. on his forearms, trying to move, trying to well, trying to rescue Twilight Zone off the back of his truck. Yeah, idea. That let idea. Let it hit the ground, man. You can fix it. Yeah, that's a big. If it was Elvis, George I would have let it go. George can help you out. There you so, go. You know, it's not worth you getting a permanent. Yeah. Uh, injury. We know cabinet makers. We know we know artists who there can you go. paint. How do you think Adam Silverball got saved? They yeah, make Chris glass Bannister. all over the place. Uh, that was Chris Chris Bannister. Yeah, be safe when you're doing did it. the cabinet on it. was that. actually beautiful. Cassidy's. I apologize. Don't be stupid. Well, no, it was, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was Cassidy's, but yeah, he, he dropped it. And, well, it fell off the truck. He fell off the lift gate on it. You know, as far as cheap games go, too, there's a whole other world out there of fun game, arcade games that may or may not mm -hmm. be pinball games that are cheap. You want one of those EM gun, EM gun games with the black light and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, three, four hundred bucks will find you a working one. You want a good EM. Yeah, pitch and bat you know, are still relatively okay. cheap. I uh, had a line from a client for about three years now. He had an old Charlie's Angel Solid State Pinball and an old EM two-player card with Scotty. In pretty decent shape. Started out asking price was 400 per game. A little high-end because uh, the Charlie's Angels back glass and flaking. Uh, Playfield looks real good and rust on the legs. Uh, the EM, the card whiz. Playfield looked real good, mostly working. One broken drop target, but he had the replacements there already. And perfect, and I mean perfect 10 back class. Uh, he'd been sitting on it for about three years. I just never pulled the trigger. Told Cheddar about it, and Cheddar went and picked him up. And he got him for uh, the pair, I think. for price. I think he got the pair for 500 I have no idea. I think it's yeah, two fifty a pop, five hundred for the pair. I don't okay, think, so I don't discuss other people's spinball deals. But yeah, but anyway, so uh, you know the deals are out, especially if you're not looking for. Well, I gotta have a DMD. Okay, well, you know what? Um, yeah. So so the prices have gone up, but they're not. They're still good deals to be had. Be patient and network. Network. If, you just I, I, network. Look, I t I met a nice couple about two months ago at Coin Off. 
And I, was, I, I always wear a flag when I go out and play pinball. By that, I mean I wear like a show shirt or something like that. And I want people. I'm looking for attention because I am an attention whore. I'm an only child, folks. Um, but you got sexy ass eyebrows. I, I thank you. I do. I got told that by a lovely, <laughs> lovely woman today. Uh, older lady, old enough to be my mother. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was an interesting day at work. Um, no, uh, uh, so so you know we got to talking. They'd been to the show. They'd been to Golden State for the first time. They'd been playing pinball on the pinball arcade format and on the uh, the Zen pinball. Uh, so they came. They've been coming to Coin Op because you know they've got the games there. They really like Houdini. They really like Attack from Mars. They want to get their first game. So I said, you know, get involved. Come to the tournaments. Um, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, get on Sack Pinball Group. Start talking to people. Make friends. They'll invite you over to play their collections. Um, if you're looking for a good deal, that's the place you're going to get it through another collector. Because we all know a lot of collectors have been doing it a lot longer than us. They're getting older and they're starting to dump a lot of stuff. Well, that's true. And also, people don't understand this, but there's a ton of people out there who have games who have nothing to do with anything online. Yes, yes, there's that's true. People, you know, you always hear, oh, all the good deals are gone. No, they're not. They're not. There's people out there who have pinballs that have been in the family or in their garage forever. They don't care about it. They don't care about pinball, and they're there. You have to network, like you said. Yep. Um, a guy came to, to my house a couple weekends ago. A guy did some board work for him, and he knows a guy who's got a, from what I understand, a pretty decent-sized collection of EM, EM gun games. Nice. Including a Gangbusters, which is the one I really want. So I may have a line on one sooner or later. I'm hoping at that point I can afford it. But it's just a matter of The one I'm looking for is the old Midway Haunted House. I used to play it That's at Shakey's. So, yeah. used to play at Shakey's when I was a kid. And you never see them come up for sale you around here. You never see that kind of stuff. Uh, another one I'd really like to get, they had one at the boardwalk when I was a kid, Sega Torpedo. Ooh. Look it up. It's a really cool game. They had the single-player game, not the three-player game. It's awesome. It's also massive. Uh, but they're and out heavy, there. They're heavy out there. It's like aliens. You just have to talk and, <laughs> and talk with people. Yeah. You know, I, I posted on the local Facebook group, said, hey, I'm looking for pinball machines. And with some guy was like, this guy on the street I live on has a bunch. I was like, yeah, that, that's me. Um, Sister-in-law's Aunt Gracie's had one in a garage for 15 years. She wants it gone. Just take it. On yeah. that same note, though, you're gonna have to go through a lot of the looks. The oh, aren't you? A, aren't isn't that sweet? You play pinball because most or, people don't, they don't understand. Or you get pinball. You mean like pinball? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like making the flipper, hands. flipper hands. Flipper yes. hands. Says. As opposed to jazz <gasps> hands. You a pinball wizard? Oh yeah, yeah that's right. my favorite. Oh my gosh. That's the way to do it. You have to. You got to meet those people. You know, 
that's how I got my bowler was through Justin, who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody whose <laughs> husband had died and had a massive collection. You know, that's that's how those things work out. Right. Massive what? <laughs> <laughs> I said the that's how I got the bowler because somebody knew that somebody knew somebody, somebody had somebody a massive erection. Like <laughs> the well, collection where I got too. the pinball machine out of, or the uh, bowler. You I'm, were there, I think. I know what you said. But it's it's networking and just making sure people know that what you're in that's what you're into oh. and that works for any hobby. Right. You know, you just you never know. Right. Yeah. So. So I think moral of the story is, is yeah, prices have gone, like I said, prices have gone up a bit, but if you're willing to wait, if you're patient, and put yourself out there, like, uh, for those of you who don't know who, what I do, uh, is, you know, a day job for a living, I manage a branch of a pest control company, family-owned pest control company, we have two branches, um, one in Chico, California, and one in Sacramento, where I live and work, and I literally find a way like I'm, I'm in a client's house, a new client, and they've got a man cave, and they got a jukebox and a coke machine and a pool table. Hey, awesome man cave! Hey, by the way, you know I collect pinball machines. Hey, you know I find a way to bring in a conversation. That's how I got this one client. It was, um, he works at a at a building that we service, uh, a, a business building, and we got to talking one day, and uh, yeah, I've got a couple old ones in my garage. I'm looking to get rid of. Ding 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 ding. You know. Um, and it's on like Donkey Kong. Network, man. Share that. And you know what? I've also got people to come to the show. I've actually got uh, a couple of clients to come to leave. That so, wasn't him. That was that homeless guy. He's taking credit for pin, the homeless Pinball guy. hobo. Oh, no. I'm not taking credit for <laughs> pinball hobo. That's no, I wish. Pinball hobo <laughs> is the Human. real hero. I wish. Wherever you are, pinball hobo. Hom- 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 <laughs> hom- <laughs> oh, whoa. He's a hobo? <laughs> <No. laughs> Pinball hobo. We salute you. Salute. Incidentally, brought to you by Heineken. I had it wrong this whole time. I thought you worked for a pest-owned family control company. Okay. (laughs) You would not believe the number of times I get asked if we uh, deal with uh, uh, ex-spouses and uh, in-laws, and I'm like, "Yep, but feeding is extra." yeah, so anyway, so uh, you know what, man? Reach out. And especially if you're new to the hobby and you somehow stumbled onto our show. Um, we're sorry. We're sorry, yeah. <laughs> we apologize in advance. What thanks for late. hanging around this wall. Right. What a great episode to jump on in. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, it, it, uh, um, don't be afraid to, to jump out of your comfort zone because we all met. Through pinball, mostly online, because like I knew Brian for probably six, seven years online before we ever met. And it turns out we live like what two and a half miles from each other. Um, you know, I knew Dan for a while online. Um, Alex, we do we meet at league or at the show? League. I don't remember. We and met at show. league and the show. I hope I lived up to your disappointment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark he Scott. worships the quicksand you walk on. I, I did. <laughs> Boy, we ate, they ate that the truth. Uh, no, we're going to see Mark tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I said hi. We talked last week. Yeah, Mark Scott out of Reno, uh, who just celebrated like 35-year anniversary with his lovely wife. Congratulations to you both. They just got back from Cabo. Um, didn't uh, he call you while he was in He Cabo? did, but his wife was like in the shower. It was early in the morning. They were getting ready to have breakfast, so we didn't talk long. Uh-oh. But yeah, I was like, dude, you're on your anniversary thing. Why, Why you is your wife me? in the shower alone? It's like, right. It's like, no, because I'm not wife's in the shower. We've got a few minutes. So, uh, <laughs> no, we're good. Um, where was it going with Mark? Oh, Mark. You know, we met at Pitagogo. 
playing a game of hobby together, and now we're good friends. Um, you know, if you're just getting a hobby, you don't own games, you own games, whatever. Um, reach out, man. Reach out to local leagues. Reach out, you know. Uh, reach out. Find uh, on Facebook. Find there's local clubs all over, and you can get a hold of them uh, online. Just you know, Google or whatever. And always check pinball map. Always check pinball map. It there will tell you about pinball machines. You know, it's like what pinball machines? Okay, I doubt anybody who's not already in pinball is listening, but it can happen if you're, you know, you know, side seat driving or. What have you? Uh, it's almost like Spinner is lit. This must be a podcast about cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. uh, you know, uh, check that. Check the pinball map. <laughs> no. uh, you can find uh, every game we're, that we'll talk about uh, somewhere, and most likely, surprisingly, we when uh, Deadpool came out, the bar across the street from our house, well, down the street and across. Anyway, they have a Deadpool. Well, I'm sure it does, but they have a Deadpool. But he bought the car. More Deadpool than I have. Yeah, exactly. Show up with a USB drive. I know, right? Completely off topic. But I saw a picture online. I posted because I thought of you where it said Deadpool. And then Paul Walker Deadpool body. I saw that. Sorry, I love Brian. This is why we have Brian here, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Cast. You know, Rusty's right. There, the maps are out there. It's they're in more places than they have been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a resurgence? I would say no, but it's nice to have them back in bars and places like that. You know, when they when I start seeing them again at laundromats and Seven Eleven, like how was right. I was a kid, they were literally everywhere. We'll see what happens. And you want? I don't think we will anymore, mainly because. Real estate's too expensive. Real estate's too expensive. Right. Those places, businesses now. But you're seeing them in airports again. When they used to cost maybe like 7-Elevens, they would bring kids in and all that stuff. But now it's a lot different where they're looking at square footage. How much is this square footage, you know, five square square feet supposed to earn? And it has to hit that. And, and yeah, and pinball, pinball machines, unfortunately, are a huge amount of dead space. Well, and you don't want kids to hang out anymore anyway. God, I remember hanging you out all want, night. You wouldn't want, you know, kids to be in your space. So, you know, you, you just, you have to look around and always check because you absolutely never know. And sometimes the pinball map isn't right. Maybe it's not listed because it's new or something or, or it's been missed or whatever. But they're, they're but like wiki, but, but like a wiki, whatever wiki thing that's called, not WikiLeaks, the other one, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. You can add to the yeah. pinball map if you see if you're tromping along. You're that's like, true. Oh my God, it's a Game of Thrones in you know Bob's Burgers. liquor barn, whatever. Yeah, you just or you an Iron Maiden. You can go sport. on there and it's like, no, it's a, they don't have the Game of Thrones listed here. Okay, it's well, a Game of Thrones.
Shout inside, out to Ken Gordon from Hip Games, by the way. Inside Sorry of there, they had an Iron Maiden Premium, a Metallica Premium, and an ACDC Premium. Decent shape. Like, they work pretty well for Rouse games. And it's just, my buddy who knows I collect pinball, but he doesn't really play, was just... And there's a guy that maintains cool. them. Like, I, he, didn't, he didn't know. He knew I had an Iron Maiden, didn't know anything about the other ones, but it was cool to see that it's it's coming back. Yeah, in, uh, a, big, not, in a big way. Yeah, it, it is. It's not going to be like how it used to be when, in the 90s. That's just, that time's kind of gone. But it's really cool to see games out there again. Well, with all the press that pinball's getting lately, in like regular press, not just, you know, pinball sites, but mainstream media, you know, not just new game releases either, just constantly it's press, press, press. You know, or because having, it's, it's a resurgence of an old hobby. Yeah. Having it, pinball machines in commercials, in right. TV shows. You yeah. Know? Until you start seeing the the numbers being sold like Williams Valley had. Right. And you're not going to see that again. It's just the market's not there. Right. Well, uh, and our world has incredibly shrunk down. Our world is yes. so tiny now. Yes, it is. With the internet, where it's you don't have to be on a pinball forum to say, but it's, hey, you know, if somebody's seen, you know, this tier pinball, like you said, you know, with the with the hey, I just put it out there, I'm looking for X game, and somebody you might, you'll probably get a response. You know, it's that six degrees of separation. But it, it's really nice to see. You know, I, I like seeing it. You know, it's cool to see places getting new games out there. You know, old games are great to see, but you know, they're thirty year old games, forty year old games at some point. Right. Um, and they they break more, plain and simple. You know, I was great example. I was working on my buddy Scott's high speed a couple nights ago. Um, it's been an ongoing project with him and he understands it, you know, uh, went up there, did some minor work, said, okay, I didn't bring the stuff for this. We'll get it next time. And he, next day he's like, all through the pop bumpers quit working. And it's like, okay, we'll fix this. You know, right. it's a high speed. It's all what that's Coos Leon, 40 years old, real quick. 86. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I understand why games like that aren't, are not on location, you know, newer ones. Yeah. They're new. Right. Do they hold up better? Time's going to tell. Right. But it's be like comparing a 1969 Corvette to a 2019 Corvette. You know, which one's going to be a little bit more reliable? It, it's a no-brainer. Right. But it's great to see it. Have you guys seen the new Corvette? Yes. The, yes. the two-seater with the engine Sexy. in the back. All, all Corvettes are two-seaters, yes. I know, but with the, with the yeah, engine it's a in the back. Come on and take a free ride! I, I think the only thing I don't like about it is it looks a lot too much like a Ferrari for me, but... When the base level price is sixty thousand, compared to the outgoing compared to the outgoing base price of fifty nine, right? Ooh, right. You know they're they're nice. Anyways, back on topic. I Man, the fact that it looks like a Ferrari is like the best thing about it. I didn't like how the current how the this current generation looks. It looked a little bit too hot wheelie for me, but I'm not a Corvette the guy. The current generation looks weird. I mean, I, it looks like a hot wheel. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Corvette cars. person. I like I like the look. I like the look of it. And I'm not a Corvette person yeah. at all. So, but it looks much, much more like you know, it it looks like the bastard child of a Corvette and a 458. Yeah, very cool actually. We've kind of it's been this is so far as we're not done yet, but it's been a good episode. We're kind of like it's because it's summer. Like there's just not really a lot going on, but we've managed to so far put an hour and 38 minutes. Of, What's uh, our next topic? Uh, our next topic is Alex has why a script report. Why is our right, next topic how long we've been oh, here? Oh, hey, what's up? No, it's not. Where did Alex I no idea. not go? Right. He already Speaking, went to the bathroom. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, what is it, in Pinball Maps, Alex is our man for that. So you got a couple of trip reports, man. Give it up. I do. There is actually one 10 minutes away from your guys' place. 
It's yeah. called, uh, it, they just put an arcade in this place. I don't know if you guys have been to back to the, I've never heard of this place. Oh, back but to the 80s. Back to the 80s cafe. I have not yeah, been, but I Chris, did. Vincent, I and Dallas Drake from Napa Valley Pinball. I don't know if you've heard of those guys. No, I know who they are. Yeah. Uh, are, they route games, but are collectors. And, um, they have stuff, I don't know if you've been to Uncle Vito's, by the way, best pizza ever, if you've ever gone to Uncle Vito's Uncle before. Vito's New York pizza. Yep, best pizza. The one on R Street has four pinballs there. We've got a Guardians, a Deadpool, a Maiden, and a Munsters. All pros. So, back the 80s is on Sunrise. Correct. Right? Yeah. It used to be right over here off of Mather. Yep. They moved. And then they, they moved. moved. I did not hear about this place until Dallas texted and mentioned to me. They had a cherry at the old old uh, location, the uh, the chair from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. And Mickey was begging us to buy it for him. They. <laughs> it was about a year ago, I think, when the arcade because they did do a thing for they were looking for a full time uh, tech, basically. By the time I saw it, the job had been filled. But I haven't been to the new location yet. But I think it's great that they've added that stuff in. The old location, it was it was cool. Uh, the pinballs the there yeah, are, that? but now it's a cafe. Metallica, Ghostbusters, and Stern Wars. Nice, really, really good lineup. Stern Wars Pro. Yes, all pros. Okay, so I'll go over there and put some money in the Star Wars Pro and be angry at it. <laughs> it's got a nice little light kind of fixture on the side. It's got kind of like an LED lighting on the side of the game. Oh, really? Not pin stadiums, I don't think, because huh. those are on the bottom. But it has pin a nice arena. pin arena. <laughs> On the Star Wars Pro, it's, it's. I went to IKEA and bought this for six bucks because they have those. I think they're ten actually. Oh yeah, you can build those. So you got Uncle Vito's New York Pizza. Now, I've got. Now back they have to the two 80s. locations, and then back. To the, the other 80s. does not have pinball. They have okay. a Rothwell's Batman driving game, similar to Spy Hunter. Obviously, no, I, thought they had, I thought they had pinball. Nope, not anymore. Oh well, they suck. All right. Um, so now, one, one doesn't. Okay, so go to the R good. Street location of Sacramento, California, to Uncle Vito's New York style pizza. And R and what? Because R Street's pretty big. R Street is pretty big. Downtown. Do you know the address? R and 15th. I it's on Pinball okay. Map. Okay. It's, I've seen it. R and 15th. Map. And then uh, back to the 80s is an 80s cafe, a retro cafe, and they do trivia nights. Sunrise They Boulevard. sell Thrifty's ice cream. They uh, have uh, movie nights, and they play 80s movies or like all day. We haven't been yet. We're going to have to get down there, but now they got pinball. You like the 80s, and you'll love this place. So, so put, on, cocaine. put on your eyes odds. Oh, man, I got to try that. Okay, put on your eyes odds and your uh, and your Wayfarers and your Vans. And, and your Oakley razor blades. Your Oakley razor blades. There you go. You will not be and, disappointed. Uh, and and, or and your feather your hair. Feather your hair. Devoplastic hair. I so want those and, and the energy dump. Get on down there, man. Check it out. So that's on Sunrise Boulevard in beautiful, sunny Citrus Heights, California. What else you got? I also got a couple of locations in Reno that I'll be going to tomorrow. Okay, so uh, road trip or road trip? Uh, future road trip. Future road trip. Future. And Dan might be going too. Well, Possibly. you already know about one and you've already been, so hit me through that, dude. It is called Press Start. It is a barcade in Reno. Adults uh, only. 21 and over, just like Coin-Op, obviously. Um, they do a family night, though. Every last, so instead of doing a free play... Every last Sunday of the month, they do a family night every last Sunday of the month. And it goes from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Nice. And shout-outs to uh, Roger Brown and John Simpson, who own the place. Really good dudes. Really kind and compassionate about what they're doing with the pinball arcade business. Uh, for the tournaments and for their league, they set the games. And I think Mark Scoff may have mentioned this in one of the last uh, 
pinball podcast that you did. Yeah. Um, I kid you not. Uh, they set the games on free play for tournaments and for league. Yeah, it makes sense. Which is pretty awesome. Well, no, like when we that. play, it's on quarter drop, right? So what he's doing is no buying though. Yeah, they're letting them play. He's actually putting the games on free play. There is right. a ten dollar so buy-in. Yeah, pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, it is. So that no, that's awesome. That's awesome that. Uh, I feel like that's very fair. You know, so, there's a ten dollar buy-in, but you don't have to quarter. So drop. what are some of the games I have there? Because I know they have a really sweet collection. Well, let me go on the pinball map right now, and I will read them out to you. This is the current lineup for Press Start, which is an awesome name for a barcade, by the way. It is. Um, maybe you'll teach people how to press start too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, how, like, how many times you walk up, you walk up to time. a game, an older game, and you're like, "Where is the start button?" Oh. And I'll tell them look find, at the board. And then you find it, and it's out of credits, and you're just like, "You hit like the coin," return. and you keep pushing it like somehow magically credits are gonna oh that's 50 cents well rusty it's just like with your remote control the battery going dead what do you do you push the button harder. push the button harder <laughs> like salt and pepper say push it real good push it push it so what, what's good. uh what's the lineup bro so we got an airborne oh wow <laughs> nice. never see those no, you never see those on location they got sure. some pretty rare sh- shit for a barcade there too that is a cool game so it's a one-of-a-kind yeah. unique barcade uh, An okay. AFM remake LE. Okay, back to Mars. A baby Pac Man. I'm reading work? this off of the pinball map. Yes, it does work. Uh, a Bonsai Run. Nice. A Bat 66 one? Premium. A Bronco. I love Bronco. Early Gottlieb. Uh, 70s yep. Gottlieb. Tall, or, uh, Late yeah. 70s Gottlieb. Gottlieb GM, yep. Centaur. Or should I say Spencer? Spencer. Circus Voltaire. Nice. Whoa. A Deadpool Premium. Nice. There we go. An 8-Ball Deluxe. Gorgar. Gorgar. Guardians Premium. Wow. The Guardian. Haunted House. Nice. Medieval Remake. Not the LE, though. Monster Bash LE Remake. I think they have Monster Premium Remake number one. They they have one of the first remakes of that game, yes. Monsters Premium. Pharaoh. Nice. Radical. Sweet. Revenge from Mars, Stern Wars Premium, and Twilight Zone. That's a hell of a lineup. That's oh, and they just—I believe they just got an Adams Family too. Nice. So they're all over. They're all over the the pinball. That's board. a hell of a lineup. Yeah. And if you've never had a chance to play Pharaoh, in the group of games from that era that have the Magnus save, a la the original Black Knight, uh, there's Pharaoh, Solar Fire, Grand Lizard. Which I think was the last one like that because that's a System Eleven, um, and am I missing one? Yeah, Jungle Lord. Does that have a Magnus? I think it does. It's been a while since I played. Um, Pharaoh is really unique because there's a little. It goes up underneath. Pharaoh's the, a fun game. It's it just, is. It's hard. When yeah. Well, Adam that. just got one, and uh, there's uh, on the left side of the play field <laughs> up underneath <laughs> the upper play field. There's a few shots to make, but one of them to the far left, it has a little vertical up kicker that kicks it up to the upper play field. Did Adam buy Steve? No. No. I don't know who he got his from, but he got it from So somebody. anyway, so check out uh, Press Start in Reno, Nevada, and uh, uh, link up with uh, Michael Huntsman somehow. Facebook's good. You'll find him on there. And by the way, if you're uh, 
uh, buying or selling a home or more selling a home in the Reno, Nevada area. Michael Huntsman is a professional photographer and does fantastic home picks uh, for real estate agents to sell their homes. So, and uh, so if you're looking for that man, reach out to Michael Huntsman via Facebook or to contact us at thespearnerslid at gmail.com and we'll, we'll hook you up. So is that it for the trip report for now? Pretty much. Until until tomorrow when you get until tomorrow, yeah. So where are you heading tomorrow? You know. Well, tomorrow I'm obviously going to go to Press Start. They have a tournament there. Okay. Jim Martin, my good friend. Shout out to Jim Martin. If you guys don't know who Jim Martin is, you may have met him at the shows. He volunteered for the scorekeeping in the tournament. Right. Uh, does a lot of streaming on Twitch. Does a lot Re of streaming Reno on Pinball. Reno Pinball Twitch. Go follow that. I'm Wait, I dare you. Jim Martin from Faith No More. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Jim Martin, who's now a pumpkin farmer. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. He uh, wants you to know that you might want it all, but you can't have it. Yeah. Well, it's in your face, but you can't grab it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I hear. Anyway. That reminds me of a joke I'll tell when the show's over. <laughs> I, got, I got a story to tell you when the show's over. This one's a little salty. It was at work today. <laughs> all right, so... My Reno trip. Um, I'm obviously going to press start for the tournament. Um, I may go to Peppermill. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I just come up whenever I see Mustang. I think that game's just a doggone dumpster fire. Uh, there's one locally here. It, one of the pizza places. I forget where. It's on Pinball now. Really? Really? Isn't everything? Mark and Monica. Uh, not anymore. No, that they, they moved that out. It's in another. It's in another pizza place or a bar. I forget. It was at um, Tumbleweed for a while. Yeah, it was a Mark and Monica pizza. And then they 86 it for Tumbleweed because it did Jack there, apparently. Because it's Mustang. I've not played it yet, so. I think it's that game's garbage. Dead bodies. I know. They're just big, yeah, they got that crowd control thing going on. There You'd you think go. Corvette players would play it. Not necessarily. <laughs> nope. So, all right. Well, we are down to upcoming shows, which I don't really have a lot of. California Well, that's, yeah, that's one I have. Because uh, I really didn't do my homework, uh, I'll be honest this time. Yeah, uh, California Extreme, Saturday and Sunday, July 27th and 28th. So that's a week from now. Uh, it's at the Hyatt Regency of Santa Clara, California. That's both uh, pinball machines, video arcade games, and pre-video mechanical arcade games. And uh, that's a fantastic show, I'm told. I've actually never been. And I live right by it. So. It's a it's a tremendous show. Right. I think for a lot of us, it was like the first real show. Back when Pedagogo was still real, real small. Real small. Yeah. It started in Roseville in 1988. Yep. Pinathon. Pinathon, baby. California Extreme was, it's, it's a little more world class. It's a big deal, man, and a big doing. So. And, so we, have, and we have our tournament there with the unfortunate name, Baber. But... Yep, Bayberg Tournament, which is going to be a biggie. Well, it will be so. a biggie. Prototype games, you know, you got to remember Atari was right in the backyard, so there's a lot of weird stuff that shows up there. Beavis and Butthead Prototype usually Beavis shows up. Beavis and Butthead up. usually shows up. A real Big Bang Bar. An original. And a yeah. Kingpin. A real Kingpin. Kingpin, yeah. Uh, man, just the list. TJ is, has a lot yeah. of treasures. Marble, Marble Man. Just stuff that, like, you never, ever see anywhere else. Uh and it's it's not the cheapest show, but they've recently expanded it to two humongous rooms. Plus, they have just world class speakers uh, and a huge console section. A swap, uh, not really a swap meet, but they have like a dealer room. 
Um, yeah, it is. It is a heck of a show. Uh, bring your own beer because the bar is very expensive. There you go. Thank you. And then October. That's my trip report. There you go. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 11th, 12th, and 13th in Dixon, California. Oh, I've heard of this one. It's the original uh, Pinagogo. Pinathon. Yes. Yeah, original Pinagogo. So we have that going on. And that's at the Dixon Mayfair Fairgrounds in lovely, sunny Dixon, California. Um, should be a really good show. Should be a really good show. So low key family um, atmosphere, and, a lot of pins. Oh, and August first and fourth, first through fourth, we have Replay FX, formerly known as Pinburg. No, no, Replay FX is the show. Yeah, Pinburg, Pinburg is, is the, the tournament. tournament, right? And that's at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center in Scott Township, Pennsylvania. Uh, August 9th and tenth, the Saratoga Pinball and Arcade Show at the Saratoga Regional YMCA in Saratoga Springs, New York. September. I hear it is fun to play at, at the, the YMCA. YMCA. There we go. <laughs> uh, okay. We should do advertising for them. Uh, September 5th through 8th is a Cleveland Pinball and Arcade Show at the Holiday Inn. 6001 <laughs> Rockside Road, Independence, Ohio. <laughs> and then uh, uh, one more October show, October 11th and 12th, the White Rose Game Room Show, a.k.a. the York Show. York Fairgrounds and Expo Center in York, Pennsylvania. So one of um, the famous old school ones. And I'll do one. I'll do uh, well. I'll do two more. October sixteenth through twentieth, the original Pinball Expo, Weston, Chicago, North Shore, Chicago, Illinois. Or actually, I think oh, isn't it Wheeling? Oh isn't God, it actually funny. Wheeling, Illinois? I have no idea. Okay, it's almost Expo time again. It's no. almost October, so a couple three months. And then November fifteenth and sixteenth. This is an important date, folks. The Houston Arcade Expo at the Houston Marriott West Chase in Houston, Texas, which is supposed to be where Deep Root Pinball will debut their first offering of Retro Atomic Zombie Adventure Land. Land, land, land. Retro Atomic? Who the fuck cares? There you go. So, well, you know what? Remains to be seen, and they haven't taken any money from anybody. So, there that is. Hashtag magic girl. Hashtag magic girl. Hashtag Papa Duke. Hashtag Papa Duke. Okay. Uh, get a little salty here tonight. Well, uh, does anybody have anything else they want to add beyond uh, we're up to shout outs and thank yous? Hashtag Papa Duke. Hashtag Papa Duke. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> we already went there. So, all right, we'll go around the room in an orderly fashion because we're almost at the two hour mark and this show's been a Mild dumpster fire. It has. <laughs> Only mildly. Only mildly. <laughs> burn, burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. I put forth, honestly, I have been so busy with work, literally working like a couple of 20-hour shifts, uh, that I just had no time for anything other than work and family. Uh, but I wanted to get an episode out because I keep getting pings on, uh, on Facebook on our page, and uh, people are starved for entertainment. Like, really starved if you're waiting for another episode from us, folks. Like, but, seriously. Guys, I understand that all the other podcasts suck. Trust me, I agree with them. Except for Raymond Davidson's podcast. If you haven't listened to Do or Die yet, it's awesome. On, it's on my list this week. Uh, awesome. So Have you listened to it? I want to. I I yeah, you'd love so it. So I'm going to start a shout-out with thank you to all the wonderful listeners that keep listening to the show month after month. We're going to have a few special guests coming up. Uh, uh 
God willing, we're going to get Michael Huntsman on. We're going to get Joe Abate on real, real soon. Uh, and I'm still working on getting Cliffy, the patron saint of pinball playfield preservation, on because he said he'd do the show. Uh, but he's a busy, busy man. Preposterous. He's getting all those protectors out for you guys and those wonderful postal Insurance. Insurance. So, yes. He does insurance, too. He does insurance. <laughs> he's retired. Um, so, uh, you know, the title is uh, Summer 2019. So my little shout-out is going to be do something magnificent this summer with your day, with your life, with yourself, with your spouse, with your significant other, with your kids, with your friends, with coworkers, with somebody you met. Talking to him at the laundromat. Don't care. Uh, something simple that reminds you of the simpler days of childhood. For me, it's taking my family to A&W and getting root beer out of a frosty cold mug. It's the only way to have it. Uh, sitting down, having some cheeseburgers with some coworkers in a parking lot or a park, and popping open ice-cold Coca-Cola in a glass bottle, or even better, squirt in a glass bottle. It's a thing to behold. Yeah, I know. It's simple. Uh, go get a dip cone. Go to the run, chase the ice cream truck with a five dollar bill and buy an ice cream. And go, that's all you'll now. get. And that's yeah. all you'll get. Um, <laughs> uh, go get, you know, go get, go somewhere that still sells thrifty ice cream. Get that triple scoop. Um, go get your Jamoka almond fudge on. It's summer. Enjoy. Go to the river. Go to the creek. Go to the go to the community pool. Um, you know what? Go to the ocean. How about if you don't, you know, live near the ocean? You know, go to the mountains. Go mountain biking. Go hiking. Um, just, just so you know, if you go to Thrifty Ice Cream, uh -huh. you're honor-bound as a pinball aficionado to get yourself a scoop of Medieval Madness. Yep. Tastes like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like dead rats. <laughs> tastes like the Duke of Bourbon. Oh, that's hilarious. Good one, Brian. Um, you know... You know, do, do those fun things that gave you simple joy. That gave you simple joy as a child or a younger person and share those with somebody who may have never experienced them before. I was doing a job I last I was doing a job last summer. It was He's a very hot shopping. day. No. And uh, <laughs> so I've got the guys, the crew cleaning up and we're packing up gear and I said, Look, there's a store right in the corner. I'm gonna run and go get some cold drinks. And I was gonna get just some sodas and bottled water <laughs> and I did. But it was a little Mexican-type market, and uh, they sell the wonderful glass soda bottles. So I picked up a bunch of squirts. And two of my guys had never had a squirt in a glass bottle. <laughs> so Must have squirted. And they're like, yeah, squirt's okay. I'm like, no. And they were ice cold. And I hit this. And they're like, this is great. It's like, yeah, it's way different out of a glass bottle. So that's my shout-out. And a shout-out to my wonderful employers at Hunter Servicing Incorporated. Uh, and Chico and Sacramento, California, serving the whole North State, Northern California, of course. And that would be uh, my wonderful employers, Corey and Nikki Stahl. Love you guys. Thank you for all you do for us. And uh, so you're the official sponsor of tonight's episode of the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast, a Quinn Martin production. That's that's my shout out, man. And of course to Sparky. And, uh, you know, so there it is. So who's got some thank yous and shout outs? I do, I do. Uh, I do, I do. This is kind of back. This is uh, kind of piggybacking on your shout out to Sparky. Hey, Sparky, happy birthday, dude! And it's a little late. Um, also, am I still grand champion on your Walking Dead? Because that was it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, she killed it on Walking Dead. I just want to say thanks again, as always, to all the hosts for Capricorn Pinball Week. 
Thank you for opening your homes to us. Thank you for letting us play your games. You're welcome. Excluding Dan. You're not invited to my next one. As done properly. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. Dead I'd air. like to uh, thank Brian for coming tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See you. I'd Love like to thank Brian Alex here. for coming tonight. Good to see everybody. Love I'd like to thank Spencer and Rusty for having us. Always. Yeah. I'm done. That's it. About time. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to thank Kendra for anything. What, 159 and 41 and, seconds? And, and I want to say, hey, everybody, let's just let's give Star Wars Home Edition a chance, huh? Huh? Come on. Take a free ride. Get out of here, hippie. We just love everything. Can't we get along? No, we can get along. <laughs> uh, Mickey just want he wants a minion pinball. Somebody work uh, on well, that no, Somebody Mickey. made one. It's a uh, homebrew. He wants a million oh, pinballs? After the episode, I'll show you the video. So, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. I think that's Brian, it, though. Do you have any shout outs? Nope. All right. Alex, do you have any shout outs? Nope. Yeah, we're going long, and people are like, you can end the episode nobody, now. Nobody cares about So, this Kendra. has been episode 24, Love the Spinner's too, Lit Pot Pinball Podcast. What do we do? What do we say? Mickey, take us out on this one, will you? What do we say? Play pinball. Keep, keep America strong. strong.